Hello, everybody, and welcome to Heads Must Roll, a D&D actual play podcast set in a world of tyranny, corruption, revenge, and vigilante justice. Each of our heroes has had a life-altering brush with corruption in their past. Because of their troubled pasts, our heroes were approached by a stranger who invited them to join an underground secret society of vigilante outcasts. The goal of the secret society is to expose and disrupt tyranny and corruption in the government. These are their adventures. That's my narrator voice. Um, Beautiful. Beautiful. Cool. Thanks so much. Uh, Yes. So uh, this is our second episode. Um, We have some familiar faces and some new faces here. So we're going to go ahead and introduce our new players and characters, starting with Aaron. Hey, uh, my name's Aaron. My fake name, my character I'll be playing is Delana Greydark. She is a uh, half-elf. 21 years old. She is uh, from the kingdom of Nasnia originally. She has been sent over to Havithax. She was sent over when she was 16 years old with her 14-year-old nephew um, to do an internship in the, the city of Garam Torum uh, with the Convocation of Equity. Should I explain what that is? Um, I forgot. Convocation of Equity is basically just the judicial branch of the federal government of Havithax. Yeah, so basically she was sent over by her family, who's sort of royalty of Nazmia. Uh, she was sent over with her cousin to do this quote-unquote internship, uh, which has subsequently turned out to not be such an internship, more <laughs> as like a, sort of like a sex cult or, you know, sex trafficking kind of ring. Gross. Um, but no. she escaped a year ago and has been sort of... Stealing, making do on her own um, in the past year, kind of getting what she needs from from people without relying on anyone else. And so she's sort of, she's on the run from the Convocation of Equity are likely looking for her. Uh, so she's, you know, kind of has to stay under the radar. I don't know, I think that's it. Should I just say anything else? That's... Sounds good to me. Oh, what class okay. are you? Good. Oh, yeah, you're... Oh, uh, I'm a rogue. A rogue. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's a rogue. <laughs> She's a rogue who escaped from yeah. sex slavery from the Convocation from of Equity. Ep- yes. Epstein Island. Pretty intense stuff. Epsteinish. Epstein, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Get a get a good swig in, and then let us know uh, about gotta... Daniel. So my name is Devin. Um, I am playing the character Daniel San Wei. Uh, Daniel San Wei is a, a level one monk. He. Uh, grew up on the streets of the beach city known as Los Las Ongolis. And there he lived on the streets as a punk and uh, worried his single mother sick. He frequented the markets stealing stuff, which, I mean, they called the mall. I don't know. It was just a local thing. And then he also gambled and swindled at the uh, games hall, which they called the arcade. He was taken under the wing of Sensei Sanwei, who he got the last name from, after the untimely demise of his master uh, at the hands of his his, uh, government rain handlers back in the day that he was hiding from or whatever. That is Daniel Sanway, and he loves long walks on the beach <laughs> and and pina coladas in the rain. Ooh, he's a little too young for a pina colada, isn't cool. he? He's he like, is. He's kind of young. He, I forgot yeah, to say, yeah, he is yeah. a young man. I don't have an age written down. I just have a young man. Uh, and he's a he's a monk. He is. Yes, he is a monk cool. under the tutelage of uh, 
master Sanwei, Sensei Sanwei, gotcha. uh, that he learned the art of gardening, uh, painting, and martial arts. So like he got he got the whole nine. Well-rounded education. So those are our two new adventurers <laughs> cool. who are part of the secret society as well. And then we've got the returning faces, myself, uh, Ingus the Clown, a halfling uh, aspiring clown with anger issues. And we have uh, Sam's character, Eli, who's coming back. What, what would be like a one-sentence summation of Eli? So Eli will be back playing his Hexblade self, trying to find meaning in a world after revenge. Mm. And possibly romance. Yes. Cool. And yeah, so Sam and Eli were part of the debacle that was the uh, Adventure Gone at Rye from last episode. And we are here. uh, We just spent the night at the Full Mass Tavern. All right. So now that we're all caught up and we've met our new folks, we'll hand it over to our, our DM, Eric. All right. So if everybody's ready, let's begin. Where we last left our heroes... They had taken refuge for the night in the full mast, an inn along the docks of Lake Flaxador. Just the night before, they were ambushed by a group of armed militiamen and taken prisoner while trying to carry out a quest they were told would allow them entry into a secret organization of vigilantes. Vigilantes devoted to rooting out corruption and tyranny wherever it was found. But after they were ambushed, they soon found themselves chained in a prisoner's wagon, but slowly found ways to break free of their bindings and began to search for a way out of their seemingly doomed predicament. But while scheming their escape, the caravan was beset by mysterious creatures in the night that viciously murdered the guards that were surrounding them outside. Another one of the prisoners that was also bound inside the wagon alongside our heroes did not seem distraught, but rather delighted at the massacre that was occurring outside. The wagon was stopped, and the back door of the wagon was ripped open from the outside, and the mysterious red-haired stranger vanished into the dark countryside. Damn. Our heroes escaped, and while they gathered their personal belongings that were taken from them, they soon realized that the mutilated bodies of the newly dead guards had begun to move and attacked our survivors. A battle ensued and the ravenous dead were destroyed. Remembering the directions that they were given for their initial quest, they entered the nearby uh, bustling and but troubled city of Bespophis and sought out a gnome named Grom that was to be their contact at the full mast inn. Uh, after talking with Grom, they realized that something had gone horribly wrong in their quest. Everyone was given shelter for the night, but to ensure our hero's safety, they were told that they must find a way to escape Bespophis. And so where we, where we left off, our heroes before had taken a rest and... The next morning dawns and everyone is woken up in their kind of like in their single bed chambers to the some kind of frenzied knocking of tiny fists uh, on the door of your bedrooms. And, and you can hear kind of a shrill child's voice of wake up, wake up, knock, 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 knock. And you can hear the little feet run down the hallway a little bit and then knock on another door, wake up, and then run down as everyone's door is getting knocked upon. I'm going to very quickly, as soon as I wake up, just really quick five-minute touch-up on my clown makeup so that uh, mm. no one oh, okay. no one sees the disheveled nature of the makeup I slept in last night. Mm. <laughs> the big smear. That's yeah. just smear. <laughs> smear all over the pillows. Sleep in your makeup? Oh. Well, it was... You don't? Normally, I would, I would do the routine, skin. wash it I off, <laughs> moisturize, and then, you know, but mm. it was it was a stressful <laughs> night last night. Are we in a room as well? Or are we not yes. Well, so, right. oh, yep. okay. you, two, you two are in yeah. a room as well, so uh. you, you slept there the night okay. before. Hell yeah. Daniel cool. puts on his sleeveless shirt and <laughs> his denim 
equivalent pants to the timeline of <laughs> the universe that we're in. <laughs> Commoners denim, pants. Why not? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Commoners right. Fantas- pants. Fantasy denim. Yeah. Sackcloth. Yeah, and it's fantasy. And it's fantasy. <laughs> it's fantasy <laughs> red tennis shoes. <laughs> and he, it's like, oh, time to wake up. And he, uh, and he does a yeah. thing. He leaves, I guess. Danny, you kind of like, you're the first one. You walk out kind of into the hallway and you can see there's Her? this like small child that must be about, looks about like maybe five to eight years old. He's only about mm-hmm. maybe like three feet tall and he's mm-hmm. knocking on the different doors and he sees that that you've woken up and he goes, hey, mister, come on. Breakfast is ready. We got to get oh, everybody sick. up. Hell yeah. And, and Daniel <laughs> fucking like, if he pushes, if he gets... Uh, passes the kid, he kind of pushes him aside too, to like, okay. make more way towards breakfast. Oh, okay. The, ki- <laughs> the kid's kind of disgruntled a little bit, but just kind of nervously gets out of the way as you seem pretty intent on getting to breakfast. I mean, he's a hungry teenager, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that too. Also, da- Daniel is a poor boy from a poor yeah. family. Alright, so is everyone else ready to get out of their rooms and go downstairs to, to breakfast? You know, I-, I had a breakfast. I had a rough night. Yeah. And probably didn't sleep so well, so I'm gonna take my time. I'm gonna finish <laughs> polishing uh, my sword, make my armor, get my day ready. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get things straightened out. Breakfast can wait. Sweet, Delana. You know, uh, she just gets up, puts some shit on, and go. She looks great already. She's 21. Well, I know she's heads down. Probably, you know, down for some free food for sure. I'm ready for breakfast. And so. Inga says, you kind of like go out, go out the door. You see that this like little kid is kind of like scuttling past you. And you notice that, I mean, you're about the same height as him. And you have a lot of experience in theatrical makeup. Mm. And as he passes by, you notice that this kid seems to be wearing makeup on his face. Not like in like a flashy manner, but there's like a foundation on it. Okay. Oh. So he's sort of spruced so his face up. Roll, roll a perception. That's an eighteen plus. Woo. Oh, that's good. Uh, one. So nineteen. <laughs> so you can actually see where like the makeup line cuts off, and it's glommed on. So like you can kind of see the change in skin color. Oh. Yeah, this kid seems to have. A lot of makeup on him. Well, I, I guess in my head, I see a, a budding performer someday. Could be. Or because under all of my makeup, I'm like acid burned. I can be forgiving of someone who's like hiding their true self, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but are they hiding like injuries? Well, I'm I'm definitely like documenting this. It's in my head. But I'm not going to like judge this person just yet. This kid kind of goes back and there's that one door that hasn't opened yet. So that's... <laughs> gonna be Eli's door and the kid just keeps like knocking goes it's time for breakfast as the other other three of you kind of head downstairs and see that breakfast is kind of laid out on one table and you can see it's kind of like this big kind of bowl of soup in the middle with all these kind of bowls um around the table that are set set for everybody breakfast soup I guess I'll make my way down and so Eli as you open the door the kid kind of looks at you like a little bit mad he goes it's time for breakfast and he kind of like points down the hallway (laughs) okay thanks (laughs) Okay. <laughs> it's taken seriously Early. around here, brother. Fiona made breakfast for everyone. Sounds delightful. Lead the way. He kind of looks at you, gives kind of gives you an eye, and then kind of fall, kind of walks in front of you and walks walks you down the stairs. And so again, the, down there's this guy, like one table that's set. You can't see Grom anywhere. 
And then also, uh, as you guys kind of like headed down the hallway of where all the bedrooms were, you noticed that there were two other open doors. So for both Eli uh, and Ingus, you noticed that both Riven and Deck are not there. And they're bedroom doors were open before you were awakened. But you guys, all four of you are now kind of like sitting around helping yourself to some soup if you'd like, if you'd like to. It smells good, but as you kind of like stirred around in the pot, you realize that's basically a soup made out of whatever was left in the larder. So it's got like potatoes, some bits of fish. There's a couple like eggs that were just kind of thrown in there. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, this if somebody wanted a copper piece for a bowl of this, that would be greatly That'd be too much. That would be <laughs> yeah. way too much. So this is like oh, sail, sailor slop. D yep, Daniel but loves it. It'll <laughs> keep you alive, but not much else. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's digging it. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna perform as if I enjoy the soup. Mm -hmm. I'm putting my performer <laughs> face on. Yeah, performance check to, to not grimace at the taste. Throw up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's food. My character will uh, go ahead and turn to Angus. Do you remember uh, we got here with two friends, right? Riven, Deck. Yeah. You they... know where they went? No. Are they sleeping in? Are they like... No, I think their door's open. How did you sleep? I slept poorly. Oh, good. I thought I, it was just me. I tossed and turned quite a bit, mostly because like Grom made it seem as if we were in some sort of mortal danger the longer we stayed here. But so... we just left mortal danger to get here. Right. Right. It's... That's what I remember. Zombies and... So we are just yeah. in a constant state of anxiety, you know what I mean? Yeah. How's the soup? It's... It's great. Palatable. <laughs> it's <Daniel's> fucking... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the fact that Hi. the people we got here with are not here is very concerning. We should probably address that somehow. Yeah, I wonder if they skipped town already. Riven did seem weak, you know? Seemed a little... He was uh, in a hurry. He was, uh, yeah. he was ready to go. Very thin-skinned about stuff. Flighty, flighty. But yeah, we should we should find. Are there other? So I'm gonna look around the table and just try to see everybody else who stayed here last night. Yep. So it's just you four, and then kind of the the small child is kind of like waiting off to the side, and he's kind of just like watching everybody eat. He's, he's looking for leftovers. Yeah. Kid, do you have a name? The kid kind of looks over. He goes. He goes. Alan, sir. Alan is. Grom around here? Grom had to leave. So the other two that came in with you last night, so he had to get them out of the city, but he put them into a big cart of potatoes. Uh, nice. Uh, so they're in more danger mm -hmm. than us. Grom said he didn't want everybody to go in like one big group, just mm -hmm. in case one group got caught. Meaning a group could get caught. That's yeah, well, for us to fingers know, crossed they're not dead then. Hopefully we all make it to where <laughs> we're going. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look across the table at these other two fresh faces and just be like, "Hey, how's it going? What what brings you to the tavern?" I don't know. Like, I'm not quite sure, but I'm you know I'm here. Here I am. Um, eating some free soup. It's great. Delana. As he's got three empty bowls stacked next to him for Daniel, <laughs> and he's already working on his fourth. I'll just I'll probably just save mine for that little kid. You know. It looks hungry. I just, I'll probably just stop eating now. I eat yeah. like a half a bowl of soup. I mean, I'll take it if you don't want it. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, that's that's cool. I'm just gonna like sit here. And maybe maybe I'll eat it like more later. But I take a big spoonful of soup, but it has like a giant chunk of eggshell in it, and nice. I like try to smile as I like gulp the jagged eggshell down. The crunch is my favorite. It's, cr it's crunchy. <laughs> yeah, I mm. was not expecting breakfast, so this is above expectations. I'll try to drink a 
from the bowl with a little swagger and realize that chunk of potato was a little bit large. <laughs> and a lot crunchier than it was it just an, an entire potato. <laughs> just at the it had, had like a root growing out of it and everything. <laughs> I, I have a question real quick before we zoom through. Did our little note that we got that said, hey, you're a part of the super secret Power Ranger squad. Did that say anything about like, keep it secret, keep it safe? Like you can't tell people about this thing? Well, it's you're not technically in yet. The thing just said to show up to this place is what Daniel yep. knows so far. Yeah. So like you'd an open be given interview? A, okay. Yeah, so you'd be given a chance to join the society, but you need to go here for further directions okay then when angus brings up that question of like what are you doing here and like directing it to the table daniel says oh i got this cool letter that said uh i gotta show up to this hotel and uh and now i'm here can i see the letter sure and daniel hands over the letter and then i I look the letter over and then i kind of lean over to eli and be like I think this is uh, what we were supposed to get. So I think these yeah. guys are uh, these guys are part of us. Guess we can trust them for now. I'm gonna look to the the little boy and be like, "Could you get us some pepper? A pepper lot pepper. of it." Yeah, of, of course. Here, just a second. And he, you see, he like runs behind the bar and he comes back and he's just got this big kind of like can of like pepper. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. Could You're you welcome, run up to my <laughs> bedroom and see if I have any socks? Can you go away <laughs> can you, so I can talk in secret, please? That'd be splendid. So he kind of he kind of looks at you, you see like his eyes like narrow a little bit. Yes, sir. And he starts like slowly walking towards the steps and slowly walks up mm. the steps. Oh, yeah. and He's, then he has worked the service industry. He knows how to take a hand. This guy, this guy, this kid works really fast. So I'm gonna like lean in real quick and be like, okay. And honestly, I think you guys are and I are are all on the same page here. We got a little bit sidetracked, but we are supposed to be testing ourselves for this secret society. Sounds like you guys are the same. Sure, That's sounds about right. Just I got. Yeah. Don't you think that was a little Ford Angus? Well, I I literally saw the letter that we were supposed to get. Um, Remember the part where we're in mortal danger, probably? Oh, yeah. By the way, we are all in mortal danger as a part of this. Sorry. Cool. Cool. I already am, so it's Yeah. That sounds fucking rad. So after soup, we should probably... Oh, we'll skedaddle out of here, dog. Yeah, make our way to where the, the missing friends are. Oh, you guys have other friends? Totally. Sick. Well, I mean, we have been through a bloody battle together, but we don't know each other that well, you know? Whoa. Did you, like, punch some dudes? I, like, shot a zombie's uh, face off. It was pretty freaking awesome. I cut a zombie's head off. Whoa. Yeah. That's sick as hell. Try not to, uh, do too much punching. Oh. I try to do <laughs> only punching, if I can be honest. But punching a zombie, I've never done that before. That sounds rad as hell. What's the scariest thing you've punched? Uh, punks. <laughs> Punch, punch a bunch of punk ass bitches. Yeah, dude, those punks. They're super scary. They like try to steal all the money that I don't have, and I just try to punch them away. That's a good strategy. (laughs) It's been working so far, dude. (laughs) Yeah, you're still around, so. I got tiny (laughs) hands, really tiny hands, so. The smaller they are, the more pressure you got behind that punch. You can almost stab through them punk with that punch bro so we need to get a hold of grom i've not met grom i don't know i don't know who's grom is who's grom you two would have met grom like the night before 
Oh, and so okay. you've okay. been given further directions in the morning. Yeah, so he's the he's the known proprietor of the place. He's the owner of the place. Mm. That's Grom, mm-hmm. the guy. Oh yeah, Grom. You know, I, I yeah, I get I get. I mean, it was like a day ago, so I don't really. Right, yeah, I get yeah. doll on the shoulder. I'm like, no, you know, Grom, the guy, or whatever. Yeah, grizzled face. Oh, Grom, av- the guy. The, the yeah. guy. Grizzled face, average height. Do you two know each other before this? No. I... Yeah, DM, do we know each other? We just got mm-hmm. separate letters mm-hmm. and we showed up. You got separate no. letters, but came to the same okay. place. Is the only, like, employee that's here right now the 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 boy? The small kid. So there's the little boy, and you could kind of hear some clanging coming up from the kitchens. That's like behind, like in like there's like an open door behind the uh, behind the bar. You can kind of hear some clanging every once in a while back in the the kitchens. Mm. So you think there's probably someone else back there? Kind of sounds like it. Do you think the kid found your socks yet? Oh, <laughs> I yeah. Where is well, that? Is that little boy ever going to come back? Is he? The problem is socks. that I am wearing the only pair of socks I have right now, so he, he might take a little while. To ask. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's true. Was there actually so- were there socks? No, I mean in the <laughs> I probably didn't bring spare socks. Oh, I guess I have three costumes, so maybe they all have different socks. They might find socks. Might take them a while. Okay, yeah, might not, might be somebody else's socks. But Alan kind of comes. He like comes back down. He comes running back down, and he looks over at you, and he goes, "I couldn't find any socks." Ah. <sighs> You know what? I'm a fool. I'm wearing socks. I, I totally... <laughs> you are literally a fool. Sometimes, you know, my feet go numb and I forget I'm wearing socks. But thank you so much for going to, to look for socks. You can see the kid's, like, eyes kind of narrow again. Next question real quick. Where is Grom? I like that question. So he goes, Grom left with the other two in the shipment of potatoes. So he wanted to see to make sure that they could get outside the city. Mm. So... He told me that they're going to the same place that you are, but just in a different way. Okay. So you guys are going to take another way. A super secret way. Is it like radishes? No, it's not radishes. Is it the Daniel San way? Get it? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Pretty pretty good. I hope so. That way's full of punches. (laughs) I don't actually know his name. What are you guys' names? Uh, Delana. Last name not important. Cool. I'm Angus. Uh, I'm uh, Eli. Nice to meet you guys. How rad. My name is Daniel Sanway. You can hey, call me Danny, Daniel. though, if you really want. Did the... Okay, Danny. <laughs> the kid ever tell us what their name was? Alan, Child. right? Yep, so the child said his name was Alan before. Alan. So, so Alan, are you the one that's going to be escorting us to this new location? Uh, he goes, yep, I know the way. Grom told me where to go. I'm pretty eager to get going. Whenever so... you're done with breakfast, follow me. De- breakfast was delicious. Alan, did you get <laughs> breakfast? I, cool. Yep, I ate. Fiona's a great cook. She oh, sure Fiona. is. And Daniel slurps up the last of his bowl and fucking mm. puts it with the pile of the rest. So Alan goes, Fiona, Fiona's uh, another one of the, the kids that works uh, here with me. Yeah. So she was a she was a kid that lived out on the street like I did before Grom took us in. So she usually works the kitchen. Oh, okay. She can't talk. I'm going to toss down four, four copper pieces for them to share. Shit, what was her name? I'll chip in some coin too. So her name was Fiona. Fiona. The mute girl. Well, you all work very hard, and, and we very much appreciate the edible soup. It's totally edible. You can see the kid smirks a little bit when you thank him for the delicious soup. And he goes, whatever you're ready, follow me. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. We, we go. We go. Do we have a general sense of what time of day this is? Early early morning. Very early still? Okay. Yeah, so the curtains are drawn and the door is locked. So you can see that there's like a, there's like a bar over like the inside of the door. So it is not open for breakfast. This is not a Denny's. Yep. 
Do we hear any sounds from the street? Like, are other people up, or is this... You can hear, like, some rustling around, but it's still pretty early morning. So, I mean, if you listen closely, you can kind of hear, like, some carts going around outside and some people talking, but nobody's really, like, right outside the door. I guess this is good time as any. So, Alan, what is yeah. the what is the official plan to get us where we're going? He goes, let me show you. Come on, come on, come on. And you can see he kind of, like, scuttles, like, behind the bar, which is obviously just as tall. I mean, it's taller than he is. So he goes behind the bar, he goes, come on. He sticks his, like, little fingers in between a couple of the boards in the floor behind the bar, and he kind of, like, lifts it up and pushes it open. And you can see there's this little kind of, like, trap door with, like, a little kind of, like, ladder that goes down. And he kind of motions back to everyone else. He goes, come on, we gotta go down, down here, down here. And he climbs, like, down the ladder. Tubular. I'll go ahead and follow him. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, follow as well. Got nowhere else to go, I follow. You follow Alan down, and you can see that you're in kind of, like... Well, it looks kind of like this larder or kind of like a holding place for some of like the foods and different kind of like a storeroom uh, for the inn. Uh, so it's kind of like this stone floored, stone walled basement. You can see kind of in the corner, there's like some sacks of flour in another corner. There's some like sausages hanging up in another corner. There's like a bunch of like barrels of, oh. of ale and like wine, flasks of wine on a shelf. And then also uh, kind of next to one of the barrels of ale, there's this like two foot tall, like golden statue of what looks kind of like a... Uh, you're like an elven or like a half elven woman holding a staff in one hand and then like another one, and then her right hand is like held out palm up. As soon as I see those barrels, I'm going to throw myself against the opposite wall and just like cling to it. <sighs> Be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm going to try and not telegraph how panicked I am. <laughs> Even though you've thrown so yourself. You're, you're <laughs> throw yourself that might be hard to. I'm going to throw that, myself against the wall. Check. But like smack a, a smile on my face to make it seem like I'm doing this as a, a joke. But like every inch of my body is trembling right now. He's terrified of barrels. Should I yeah, do a so performance check? Yeah, yep. you can to see if you if you fool everyone, or else they can they'll be able to tell that you are terrified. They won't know it's from the barrels, but something. Thirteen plus oh, five, so eighteen. Yeah. So you're up against the wall, but I don't think anyone's really sure why. (laughs) You're weird. Yeah, I don't know how you want to play that up. I don't know how you play up, like, going up against a wall. Um, Because you're, like, right up against the wall by where, like, the ladder is, like, right at the entrance. Because that's opposite Mm. of where the barrels are. I'm going to do a pantomime routine as if I am, like, trying to, like, be, like, a sneaky detective or something. Okay. I love it. I love it. I'm on board. <laughs> I look so, at Eli. Yeah, Daniel looks at Eli and goes, your friend's weird. So is this what clowning is these days? I'm trying to... I'm not really sure what he's saying. What is he <laughs> pantomiming here? You know, I don't really understand the art here. It's a very vague concept that I'm pantomiming right now. Is it two yeah, words I mean, or it's... three words? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can we play charades here for a yeah, second? That's... Yeah. I'm just going Ooh. to like graciously allude back to Alan so that the attention comes off of me. Ingus, you kind of motion over to Alan. You can see like Alan's, he goes over and he stands kind of like by the, by the barrels of ale. And he kind of, he kind of looks over at everybody and he goes in a much different voice, goes, all right, let's get serious. Grom said I could trust all of you. We're going to, he goes, so you four are going to take small passageways, but we haven't used them in a while. They'll lead you out of the city, all right? So here, you guys want to help me move some of these barrels? We'll get out of the way. I'll show you how to get through. I will provide entertainment. I'm not very strong, but I'll help. I'll be here for emotional support at least. All right, here, help. Okay, help me move these things out of the way. How about I juggle to make this a light moment for everybody? I'm just going to pull out juggling Give balls and just start going. Give me some inspiration. Are you going to burn your <laughs> inspiration to cover up? <laughs> I'm going to start juggling for everybody. 
What do you have? Do you have like some colorful balls to juggle? Yeah, it's in, it's in his inventory. I got my okay. I got my my basic juggling kit, but I am Scarves? able to to juggle whatever. Yeah. I could juggle oranges. I could juggle daggers. Whatever you need me to juggle. But chainsaws. I was I, say the juggling kit that that's in the player's handbook, right? Yeah, it is. It's right next to artisan's kit, which means nothing. <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, the default is some like bean filled balls. You know, like. Uh, oh. Yeah. By the way, Daniel was totally down to move barrels. His strength's at a negative two, so he needs that third <laughs> inspiration. Oh, man. Okay. Well, you can just kind of, like, put yeah. your shoulder into them and just kind of push them out yeah, of the way. Yeah, I'm trying. I mean, they're, they're, they're heavy, but, I mean, Alan's kind of helping out, too. And Eli, do you want to kind of help to pull some of these barrels? They're full. Yeah, I'll uh, definitely pitch in. You guys that are it. doing a great job. I'll clap. And then, <laughs> okay, and then Inga's art. So you're and you're juggling. I'm in, going to juggle until somebody calls me out. I hope that like there's a, a level of delight to this that no one will ever ask me to move anything. You're pretty small. No one's gonna ask you. Yeah, well, luckily, are we able to move them or are we having trouble? Yeah, so no, so you're you're able to move them. I mean, they're they're okay. heavy, but you can just kind of put your shoulder into them if you need to, and just kind of slowly kind of push them out of the way. And obviously, Alan helps out too, and he's a, he's surprisingly stronger than he looks for someone mm -hmm. that's about you know three feet tall. And as the barrels move, I'm going to adjust myself against the wall to continue to be as far away from them as possible. Okay. So you move the last barrel, so there's like three big barrels in the way, and what the barrels were seem to be in front of is that obviously there's like, it's all stone walls, and behind the barrels you can just see there's like this silver knob sticking out of the wall. Not onto a door, but just sticking out of the wall itself. Weird. And Alan, he kind of like looks back at you, and he goes, all right, first of all, I want to apologize to you two, and he points over to Ingus that's busy juggling. <laughs> And then also with Eli, he goes, the initiations usually aren't this chaotic. We're still trying to figure out what happened. But for right now, for your own safety, we got to get you guys out of the city. So the other two of you, Grom sent out. He buried them under a bunch of potatoes. They should be able to get out. So they'll probably meet up with you later. Where you need to go is that we have a contact outside the city. His name's Emil. Emil. All right. Emil. So, write it down. Emil? Emil. E-M-I-L. I have a very not game relevant side note, Eric. When we were younger, Do you remember? my grandma always thought your name was Emil. That's, For some yep. reason. I, ha I had to bring it in. Eric, I, I, never, I never forgot. Eric is such That's a normal, ordinary name. But for some reason, my grandma had it Emil. locked in her mind that his name was Emil. Hey, there's not That's enough awesome. people named Emil out there. Old, old yeah. people ears hear the strangest Dude, things. I had a librarian who's... You used to think my name was Irwin, which is a man's name that has been used for... <laughs> yeah, that's a cr fucking crocodile hunter, dude. You kidding me? Yeah. Irwin. Yeah. Irwin awesome. Emil. We are off to see Emil. <laughs> so he says, he goes, you can meet up with Emil. He'll be outside the city. It should be safe out there. He's probably got a little bit of work for you, and he helps kind of supply the society inside the city. So he'll kind of fill you in. He's got some kind of interesting stuff he grows out there. So and he kind of describes to you where it is. So he lives kind of like in an outcropping of trees. Alan says he lives in like, he lives at the base of a really, really big pine tree. He's kind of a, he's kind of a naturey guy. He'll set you up and then we'll let you know when it's safe to come back in the city. But we have to figure out what went wrong first. Mm -hmm. This hasn't happened before. We usually try to keep things pretty, pretty secretive around here. But we think there's a mole in the system, and we gotta we gotta find out. And Alan goes, I yeah. I apologize for this. It's usually a lot more straightforward than this. Cool. 
For but, you guys, pretty straightforward. For us, zombies yeah. and prison carriages and... I mean, it wasn't the worst night of my life. It just wasn't one of the better ones. I would happily relive that rather than be in this room of barrels right now. <laughs> As you're, like, fucking okay. standing off against like all these barrels. That's, in a, and... that's a good hint that we should probably get going. But wait, how are we going to know who Emo is? He goes... So where I'm sending you guys is some old smuggling caves that we use to get things in and out of the city. Now, we haven't used them for about 15 or 20 years or so, so I'm not sure what's down there, but you should be able to get your way, you should be able to find your way through relatively easily. When you get out, keep going east, and you'll eventually find an outcropping of trees with a really, really big pine tree. Mm. That's where Emo lives. You can't miss it. It's maybe twice as tall as the rest of the trees. What kind of a pine tree is it? Is it a white pine or is it... Is this like a spruce kind of deal? It's a black spruce. Oh, so it's that's, a spruce tree, not a pine tree. That's sick as fuck. Well, that's a spruce. Yeah, okay. No, different I, I failed my I failed my nature check on what kind of oh, a black spruce sounds <laughs> badass <laughs> though. If I can be honest, that sounds bitching. Yep, he lives in a big tree. <laughs> he lives okay. in the tree, the biggest ass okay. tree that we can find. Oh, all right, ass, biggest ass. I hope somebody tree. has a knowledge nature check that can actually get us upright pine tree, the proper tree. Just spruce so. trees, I oak trees. Yeah, does anyone know what kind of tree? <laughs> like, does anyone care? Anyone's character actually know what like a knowledge pine tree? I have a plus one a to tree. nature. Is that? I have a plus two. Oh, okay, you'd, you'd, yeah. probably, you'd probably be familiar with trees. You've seen a tree before. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, seen a that, tree. That's, yeah. It's a yeah. tree. You see them one. You see them all. All right. So what's where? So where? How do we get out of this horrible room? How do we get out we of here? Go through some secret smuggling tunnels, dog. Yeah, my okay. character's my character's patience is starting to wear. Like, how do we get out of here? Okay, just just a second. Just <laughs> hold on. And he goes and you see, there's that one that little, like silver knob that was sticking out of the wall. He takes his right hand and he just kind of grabs onto the silver knob mm-hmm. and he doesn't turn it. He just kind of holds it there and he lets go and you can see like kind of wipes away at the wall, like, just to the side of it. And the wall just kind of, like, in a mist, the wall just goes... Whoa. And, like, disappears and opens up into kind of a room that has cool. this purplish glow to it. And again, there's another... It's, like, another passageway leading down. And they're, like, small people-sized caverns, huh? Because Grom is the owner. Are they, like, smaller-sized caverns? or So it would be about... I mean, it's enough that a tall person could fit through. So I yeah. think most people would be intimidated by a wall opening up and like a purple light tunnel showing up. But for my character, it's a huge relief and he rushes as fast as he can right into the purple light. He doesn't care. He just gets out of the room. Okay. And you kind of like you dart in between like the barrels that were just kind of pushed off to the sides. And again, it's a ladder kind of like leading down into this rough kind of like hewn stone or like kind of like a naturally engraved cavern. And you can see that the purple light is actually from like little bits of purpley fungus that are growing on the walls Uh and across the floor. So the bioluminescence kind of like lights up uh, the hallway leading down. Uh, Daniel thinks it's a race, uh, whatever Angus is doing, and he tries to (laughs) Uh keep up. Oh yeah, before, uh, before we go, Alan, one more thing. Yeah, and he kind of looks down at everyone that's, you know, now in the cavern. Can you do us a favor? I yeah. left a roll of uh, weapons rolled up. If you get a chance, just sell it. And uh, whatever you get for it, I guess save it for us. And if you never see us again, then good luck and share it with uh, your friends. Yeah, that sounds good. 
do that. <laughs> you guys, you guys will, you guys will make it. They didn't choose, they didn't choose you for no reason. So just, re- just remember, big pine tree, emul, you're good. There might be still a bit of zombie flesh stuck to a couple of those. Just, just wipe them off. You actually use prestidigitation and clean them up for them. Mostly, they were oh, pretty good. Right. I don't know if they're quite presentation. Oh, that's nice yeah. to clean it at first. And I'm pretty sure prestidigitation is uh, is just a, still an illusion. Oh, right. So, <laughs> so like, it just looks like that for a little bit. And then it yeah, goes I back. Think it can <laughs> clean things like a little. Oh, really? Because mm-hmm. it, can, it can create yep. tastes too. So it can like make soup taste better. It's like, it's like little, it can do like any like little weird effect. Magical it's, effect. It's, it's like one of the best spells ever. Yeah, that's why my soup tasted okay. It was just this large chunk of potato. If magic was used on that soup, what a waste of magic. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was not <laughs> That soup was already delicious. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still like choking on egg, eggshell bits in the back of my throat. <laughs> it just gets stuck in there. <laughs> that all so if, you, if you ever hear me like. <clears throat> it's a good source of calcium. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and an, yeah. an entire hatched chicken comes out. <laughs> comes out. Then we know magic was used. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you make money in Vegas. Is cough out a chicken. That's okay. that's a trick I'm gonna learn as as a performer. What a skill. That will entertain. Um I am Okay. I am very ready to descend the ladder into this hallway. Yeah, Daniel's okay. got his fucking fist up, dog. Everybody descends the ladder. Um uh, Eli shouts back up about the um, swords, and then Alan kind of gives you like a final wave, and then you see the wall kind of like slowly, like some gray mist kind of materializes, and now it just looks like another part of the cavernous wall, as if that opening Whoa. to the storeroom was never there. Okay, well, I guess you go forward. Yep, and so you can kind of see where the path is kind of lit with kind of like that low light. So this is all like a low light situation. So for people that are, I think, humans and halflings would have uh, a tough time seeing in this. I think, Delana, you are one half-elf. Half-elf. So oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So Eli, you're half-elf too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you two are, you guys can see pretty much fine in this. Ingus and Danny are having a little bit of trouble. Yeah. But... As a character who used to have a drug addiction and is probably still struggling with it to some extent, I think I have to roll a perception check to see if these uh, bio mushroom things have a psychedelic effect to them. Oh, if they're edible? <laughs> like a nature roll... check to see if they're... Yeah, roll. You can either like nature or like investigation to investigate because there's different kinds of fungus growing along yeah. the walls. But mm-hmm. then again, I'm sober, so I'm going to... I'd be tempted, but I'm not going to... So I rolled an 18 okay. plus one, 19. Okay, so 19 total? 19 total. So as you investigate some of like the mushrooms on there, you see these ones that they look, they're like really pointy ones. There's not very many, but you see these ones aren't psychedelic ones, but they're ones that they give you a lot of extra energy. They'd be kind of something like speed, but you have to mix, you have to mix, you have to mix them up right. They're called sage caps. Mm. Sage caps. So know. now they're, 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 they're white and they, they're very, they're very pointy at the top. Would this ruin my character sobriety to take them? It would, obviously. You could take them to sell them, right? <laughs> I'm just going to be like, from my past experiences, I know that these uh, white capped ones have a certain effect. If anyone wants, you know, to pocket a few. Daniel says, which ones? And he, yeah, he points and he's like pointing at whatever's uh, growing. <laughs> the pointy white capped ones. Sick. And he puts... Uh, a DM's amounts of worth into them <laughs> into his pockets to sell on the streets for later. Because again, Daniel grew up on the streets. He knows <laughs> it's worth what? I'm so gonna you- take a little 
like side satchel worth. And I'm going to tell myself that I just can't pass up the bargain, but I'm never going to take them. Okay. Cool. So are these things yeah. legal? Daniel, you find you find four that seem like they're like good specimens. So you, can, you have to like kind of like hunt around a little bit, but you can see them. Sage caps. Okay, done. And then so Ingus, you would know that you can eat them raw, but it's better if you, you grind them up and there's like a way that you can concentrate them into kind of like a potion that promotes like bravery. Daniel, I'll teach you how to how to prep these later. Sick. I just wrote down that they're just worth money and that they might promote bravery. But Ingus, you also right. know that if you take them sometimes there is kind of a side effect so it gives you horrible indigestion Mm -hmm. and explosive diarrhea what doesn't these days am i (laughs) worth it so you can take a brave shit (laughs) but if if you process them right you can take the side effect out but taking them like free base it has a lesser effect and a higher chance of side effects bravery on the outside embarrassment on the inside yeah yep Like me every day minus the bravery. So uh, Ingus, <laughs> Ingus, are you gonna? Are you taking one or? Oh, this is already a, a, a pivotal character moment for me. D twenty, one to ten, no. So, Eleven to twenty. So yes. like, I, I've I've written it as my character is he's sober, and he's dedicated to being sober. But there's always like when he's around drugs, there's that temptation. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he wants to take them or not. Yeah, this I wouldn't should... really be a popular one. It's not like a euphoric one. And he's already teaching teenagers how to do drugs. God, he's terrible. Uh, but I'm gonna pass yeah. on them. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. In this early moment, he's going to resist taking the drugs, okay. even though he already told a teenager how to use them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was just saying that the teenager took four of them. Hell okay. yeah, they're in my just Passing it on. All right. Terrible. So he's he was tempted, but he has chosen to to not take them. You liar. Delana, is there anything that you wanted to do while these guys are like checking out shrooms that are growing off the side of the cavern wall? I'm just going to keep moving forward. Yeah, I don't have pockets anyway, so. (laughs) Your outfit does not have pockets. Ain't that the curse of the ladies? (laughs) Yeah, she has the sonar pockets where it looks like pockets, but they're not actually there. Yeah, yeah, it's just like ruffles. They're sewn shut so you can actually not. An illusion. There's there's Mm -hmm. fantasy denim and there's also fantasy jiggings. (laughs) Fantasy pockets. (laughs) Of course. Okay. Um, it's so like the cavern kind of narrows a little bit and then goes forward and then it opens up into kind of like a smaller room and there's kind of like an open pool. There's like an open pool uh, in the corner. This narrow hallway here is nothing for me because I'm a tiny little guy. So I'll uh, I'll kind of like forge ahead and uh, enter through this narrow hallway and okay. into this pool area. I'll make my way here. Take a look. In the pool area, you can see that, kind of like looking into the pool, you can see almost like a faint, like, greenish glow coming from, like, under the water and, like, under the rocks on top of it. So it looks like the pool, like, goes down and through into another place. Oh, so it's like... There's a lot of seaweed at the bottom of this as well, but you can see light coming, like, through under the water, and it's a different color light than the room that you're in. What color? 
So it's like a light green. Like a like an algae kind of green. Yeah. So it looks almost it's like another kind of like bioluminescent light. And there's like. there's mm. there's light coming out of it in like a sense that the water connects to a different room possibly. It kind of looks that way. So it looks like the light source is coming from under the water. Ooh. Huh. And it's easy to see because it's a different color. So it's and it's almost making the water look kind of eerily green. But you can see there's a lot of like seaweed or different kind of plants growing under the water. And is it like, is it like a pool, like it's like a constructed pool or it's just kind of like a a clump of water? Looks like a natural, just underground pool. So it is not running. There does not seem to be a current. How deep is it? Like how, how far down does it seem to be? So it goes down maybe like four feet. And then you can see kind of like that light shining through the seaweed from like the other side. You can see clearly through the water. There's not any dark spots or anything like that. Hmm, Nope. It's very, very clear water. Oh, I would be inclined to go in there but i know i have a full day ahead of me and i have to make my makeup last so i can't get it wet you know (laughs) dan will go up he's pretty thirsty from like the rest of the day (laughs) that that soup was super salty um even though they gave us pepper and he fucking takes uh he like takes some shit by the hand and this tastes like and the dm uh tells me what it tastes like (laughs) It tastes tastes really good. It's really clean water. Guys, this water tastes fucking great. It's actually good. It's like pure well water. Yeah, it actually tastes pretty nice. That's coming from the kid who ate four bowls of soup, though. So (laughs) four bowls of of eggshell filled soup. (laughs) So like, make sure you keep that in consideration. They were every bite's delicious as the last. Does he seem like vibrant? Do do we notice like a physical change in him after he drank it? Like, does (laughs) it seem like there was a physical benefit to it? He seems very refreshed. Ugh. But it's it's good water, but you don't feel any like stronger. You don't feel yeah. any strange <laughs> effect other than satisfying. Now, now that I am this close, do I notice anything uh, specific about being this close to the waterfront or whatever? Roll a perception looking into the water. On it, boss. Uh, let's see what it is. Um, While he's doing that, can I take a quick peek around the corner? I just want to see what's around the bend. Yes. So around the bend, it goes down a bit, and you can see that the hallway is obscured by spider webs. About 20 feet away from me, or? Yep. So, yeah, so when I roll a d20, this is Devin not knowing how uh, 5th edition works, since perception is a wisdom skill, I have a wisdom modifier. Do I add my wisdom modifier to my dice roll? Yes. All right, 12. So you got a 12, in, and it's not like a, it's not one of your like class skills. No, nope, like it's 12. Skills. It's, <laughs> it's 12. 12. Okay, so you get a 12, and 12. I mean, you're, you're right there, so you're looking through. And again, it kind of looks like there's some light coming through from like another side of it. Again, it's kind of like that iridescent kind of green light coming through from under the water. You can see there's okay. a lot of seaweed in the way, so it's kind of obscured. And you can also see that there's like what looks like these like little oysters growing down at the bottom Whoa. of the seaweed. So it looks like it goes through to a different way, but there's yeah oysters and seaweed about four yeah, feet down. Dude, there's like something totally on the other side of this water deal. Yeah. And he takes another gulp of water. <laughs> Just as delicious as the last. This water's great. Cool. Hopefully you don't get Giardia. I mean, only time will tell for that. <laughs> What's that? And then he, <laughs> and then he keeps drinking water. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't worry about it right now. You know, it's, you're t- it's too late. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wonder what the constitution save is for Giardia. <laughs> yeah, do I got a constitution? Yeah, like constitution at least a 24. Yeah, do you have 24? <laughs> Versus Inst- explosive diarrhea. Instant fail, yeah. Oof. <laughs> Oof, rough. Um, but anyways, I'm like, yo, water, uh, other path potential, it's over here. Yeah, you yeah. see this armor? Not going in there. <laughs> Thanks. Getting rusty. That's fair. Uh, it's not great for the leather, but I could just buy something new. Yeah, it doesn't seem overly deep, so it doesn't yeah. seem like it drops off really past, you know, four feet. You'd have to kind of duck under kind of like the rock ledge that I, you know, I'm gonna, seems like it separates the two areas. I'm going to double check how much foundation I have left in my makeup kit and how much, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what is it called, powder. And if I have enough, I'll go ahead and I'll stick my head in that water and look. Is it waterproof? <laughs> Absolutely that, not. That, that would be like, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be masterwork. Yeah, no, yeah. not that grease stuff. No Plus way. one. No, so I'll let it like makeup. I'll stick my head in and then I'll like dry myself off and then I'll reapply as we're walking. But I'll I'll go ahead and like slip my little body into the water and like try to like put my head under the water and keep my eyes open and see how far I can see into it. Roll of perception once you kind of dip your head under the water. Ew. Nine plus one. Ten. Okay. So you, you're kind of seeing the same mm-hmm. thing that Danny was seeing. So again, lots of seaweed in the way, but there does seem to be another chamber that has kind of that greenish light coming from it. Do I, from what I'm seeing, do I have confidence that I can hold my little halfling lungs breath long enough to <laughs> swim through? You think so, because you can hold your breath, I think a number of minutes equal to one plus your constitution modifier. Okay. Before you start drowning. So I can hold my breath for two oh. minutes. Maybe. So you think it does not seem very far from what you can tell. Maybe I should like tie a rope around my waist first though and hand it off to somebody. Sounds well, reasonable. I'll announce to everybody like, yeah. I'm willing to explore this. And then I pull out a rope and tie it around my waist and I hand it to, ooh, who do I trust the most? I guess Eli, if you're willing. Oh, thank God. Sure. As long as I'm not going <laughs> All right. <laughs> My strength is not that high. All right. So wait, they're t- you're tying a rope around Ingus and then Eli, you're going to hold on to the other side of the rope? Yep. yep. It's probably a 50-foot rope. Okay. Once I yeah. feel secure that I have the rope around my waist, I will dip in and start swimming toward the light. Okay. And then, Eli, you've got the other end of the rope? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll give a, a little resistance so I can feel if, you know, he's getting dragged off by a kraken or something. Yeah. <laughs> this is where Ingus dies, second episode. And so... <laughs> all right. So, Ingus, you start kind of swimming through, and you're kind of, like, swimming through, and the seaweed is extremely thick. And as nice. you kind of, like, swim through, it kind of like wraps around your legs uh, as you're trying to get through. Oh Not Jesus. like it like doesn't grab you, but it just naturally kind it of gets, wraps itself yeah. up since it's thick. Roll either either acrobatics to kind of get yourself out of it or athletics to just break it. It's definitely going to be acrobatics because I am not strong. Okay. So 10 plus 14 total. Got it. All right. And so you're able to just kind of like kick it off of your legs and kind of like get it and kind of unwrap yourself and just keep swimming through. Nice. You swim through and it's really only about, what, about 15 feet or so until it opens up into a room that's filled with kind of this greenish light, kind of like greenish fungi that are kind of growing along the walls and along the floor. And so your head's just kind of popping out of the water in this new room. And you can see there's like, there's like a burnt out... Um, what looks like a campfire mm-hmm. and oh. there's a really shiny um, in the corner up here there's what looks to be a really shiny breastplate whoa mm. 
And the green light shines brilliantly off of this, what kind of looks like empty piece of armor sitting off to the side. And there's also a, kind of like, looks like an old moldy chest in the other corner of the room. And also some like old moldy bedrolls um, along the sides of the room. It seems like somebody was in here at one point, but they're long gone. Yeah, so it looks, seems like somebody used this as like a camp a long time ago, like years. Okay. All right, I and I have like 50 feet of rope to extend myself so I can like crawl out of the pool and probably like as I'm crawling out of the pool, like my white makeup is just like dripping down my face. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you've got like the crying thing with the makeup where it's all just seeping <laughs> down your face. Yeah, revealing the Disgusting. like, the acid burn like <laughs> skin underneath. I'll yeah. walk up to the breastplate and give that a closer look. And as you come within about five feet of the breastplate, you realize that the breastplate isn't empty. Mm. And you see these kind of oh. like chitinous arms come out of like the different parts of like the arms and like like the neck hole of the breastplate and these two little like beady eye stalks uh, come out the neck. Oh shit. And these two kind of like little crabby claws stick out. And as you kind of yeah. approach it, it like sticks its claws out and just kind of like defensively pinches at you. But it's not coming at you. But as you get closer, you notice that the breastplate it seems to be made out of silver and is also inlaid with all kinds of different gems. Ooh. So it's a very hmm. valuable but potentially dangerous item. Let's punch mm -hmm. it. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> can so I like, can I sidestep and look at the the moldy chest as well? And so you go over to kind of like the moldy chest, and you can see that there was a lock on it, but it is completely rusted, essentially off. So you can basically just pull the lock right off of it. Okay, I I'll do it. And so you just pull the lock like right off of it, open it up. <laughs> you can see that there's some like silver pieces piled up on there, as well as kind of like a handful of gold pieces. Whoa. I'm taking so, it. So in total, there's like there's seventy sort there's excuse me seventy four silver pieces and fifteen gold pieces. Daniel ain't writing that down. He don't know how much is in there. Oh, and I'm not going to be sharing that information. Of course <laughs> not. Yeah, because yeah, nobody. Because you're Eli's a good adventurer. The, so Eli's just holding onto their end of the rope. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Unless anybody else wants to swim through. <laughs> I'm still drinking water. I'm good. <laughs> It's very, it's very now that I've, I've pocketed that money, I'm going to tug on the rope as if I'm in danger and I want him to like yank me back. Nice. Okay. Two, two yanks, right? Yep. Tug, yep. tug. That's the code. All right. Then I'm just going to start Do pulling him back. Do you guys discuss back. that or you just assume? Okay. No, that's <laughs> that's, an, auto, that's right. an adventurer's that's, assumption, you know? Everyone knows that's, what the tug That's the code. Mean. All right. Yeah. Then Eli, what's your strength? It's plus one strength, so we'll... okay. So not over. So Ingus doesn't go doesn't go flying through the air as he like tugs and pulls Yoink. the rope through. Yeah, because <laughs> Ingus, you probably weigh like what? I mean, forty pounds. Forty pounds, yeah. So you're just a little dude. Well, it's an opposing strength check, so you know. Yeah, so Eli, you're able <laughs> to pull Ingus through, and then. As you're pulling him, so I guess you get dragged back underwater as Eli's yeah. pulling you through, and you hit the seaweed. So Eli rolls strength to oh, pull shit. him through the through the seaweed. Uh, Eighteen. Okay, Ooh, so you hard. rip. So pull really you, hard. You, you don't even notice. You just, <laughs> just rip right through the seaweed, and he pops out back in the other end. So he's back with everybody else now. I'm gonna be like, Ooh. there is a a a clawish, clippy clappy. Monster in there. There's there's an expensive jewelry looking thing, but it's it's dangerous. I was in danger, but if, if someone is really into some treasure, there's a little bit in there. Wait a second. Does he look? Does he look really messed up? Oh my! Like face? Yes. Yes. Pretty grotesque. Yeah. I got like yeah, just uh, whoa, drip drips wait, so and 
acid burns. Are you yeah. okay? Like, it's, what happened to you? Your face? Are you? You look I, like you're in pain. Well, how there, expensive was the the breastplate? Because I got, I'll punch it. It was silvery and covered in gems, but uh, there's no way that I could take on that monster myself. I mean, look at me. I'm a wreck. On it. Well, and, <laughs> and Daniel will jump into the water and make his way towards the deal. Ingus, I probably could have said this earlier, but it basically just looked like a really big hermit crab mm-hmm. had made a home in the breastplate. So it didn't seem like it had <laughs> extra monstery things, but just oh. a big, big, big hermit crab. But he's so small. I'm sure it was scary. I, yeah, it was well, probably... uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. It might be the same size. Hermit, yeah, really. Okay. Oh, so Daniel, you're you're going, you're diving through. Oh, a hundred percent. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. All right. So and then you hit the seaweed. So acrobatics. Luckily enough, I got a check mark next to that one. Uh, okay. So right. this should not be a problem. Uh, well, we'll, we'll see, see about that. <laughs> Kia. Ooh, I got an eleven plus five, Ooh, so a yeah. sixteen. Perfect. And you were just definitely able to dive and like turn right between the different strands of seaweed. And you kind of pop out the other end, and, and you kind of see the same green room that uh, Ingus was just in. Whoa, green! Yep, you can see the opened chest, the oh shit, I the old to campfire, the bedrolls. Well, he doesn't know. And then mm-hmm. also the breastplate is now crawling off to the side as the <laughs> that has that was in there is now kind of like creeped out, and he's over here now. Daniel's son will be like at the edge. The wa- of the water. Yep, so you can see that the hermit crab is kind of crawling towards one of the like the corners of the room. Hey, you! <laughs> Punch the fuck You're out. worth <laughs> my lunch tomorrow! So Daniel-san's gonna try and move into combat range and punch this breastplate. <laughs> You're attacking the poor hermit crab? Oh, poor oh 100%. He's ready to punch them. <laughs> Daniel's gonna punch the hell out of it. Daniel's response mm-hmm. is to either punch or eat things. Yes, so far. <laughs> okay. As you come running up to it, so Daniel, yeah. roll, initi- roll initiative as you oh, come you're running right. up to it. It turn it turns around and it kind of like bears its pin- its hermit crab pinchers at you. So I got a seventeen plus my dex, which is three, Ooh. so twenty. Twenty. Oh shit. Okay. All okay, right. And so you sneak up to it and, and it turns around, but you do get the first move. Oh, no, I'm weapon. punching. Or, okay. All, all fists punch hey, that, that poor crab. Ooh, what is that? Oh, that's only a five. So that's only a ten. Ooh. Yeah, right. that's only a ten. And so you <laughs> you punch down and your your hand just goes ping, yeah. up against the side of the breastplate and like a nasty sting kind of like goes up your hand. So that's punching pure metal. Because as a monk, I get a bonus action as another punch. So it's happening. Okay, <laughs> uh, and that's a natural 20, Whoa. actually, Ooh, a dice roll. And you punch the hermit crab right between the ice docks. Bang! Oh, and I gotta roll, roll a dice. Damage. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Is it is it 2d4? Yeah, so 2d4 and then add your dex bonus Don't for lie to me. Do I add it twice or is it just once? Just once. Yep, but you've uh, doubled the dice. Okay, Oh, <laughs> I dropped that d4 and let me roll another one. Okay, oh, So it's three plus... Three, so six. And you punch the hermit crab like right between the eye stalks, and you can see like one of his eye stalks actually breaks off. Oh and yeah! You can hear his you can hear his like actual shell kind of break a little bit as Hell he comes yeah. back at you with a snipper. Oh shit! And then what is your armor class? <laughs> it is fifteen. Okay, and so you were easily able to dodge a snipper. Oh attack. really? Wow, I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yep, so this thing moves pretty <laughs> slow compared to what you're used to sparring against. <laughs> Thank that, God. Those punks are real quick. As a side note okay. while this is going on, <laughs> Ingus is going to be standing in the corner of the first chamber, facing away from everybody and fixing his makeup situation. We all got jobs to do, you know? Some got makeup, some got punches. You're going to keep punching the hermit crab? <laughs> if it's, it's still in my range, it's, yes. it's, it's still right does it, there. It's does still, it still, it's still have at the you. breastplate on it. I was gonna say, does it's it still, still got, have the breastplate on it? It's still got the breastplate on it. I mean, that's right, its I gotta old. punch the hell out of it. It's essentially so, connected to the breastplate. First punch, king, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's only an eight plus five, which is uh thirteen. And then so the other fist goes ping, as you oh, not. Shit. Yep. So the breastplate right. is hard. <laughs> All right, next D20. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's race. also the same amount in 8 plus 5, so 13. Bang. And again, the breastplate is very hard. Bang, it's, a very, it's tough. Uh, it happens. It's well decorated. Yeah. Ooh, just in time for a pincher to come by and pinch you right in the ankle. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> ankle's and, my weakest part. And you can feel it uh, like, like digging through your skin. This is a strong crab. Oh no. <laughs> Takes seven damage as he <gasps> pinches like through your ankle to the bone. Oh, jeez. Oh, you didn't put a rope okay. on or anything. We can't yank you to safety. <laughs> I, did not. Yeah, I have Don't no idea. I will okay. go ahead and call up the rope that I brought. Danny, all right. <laughs> yeah, no one knows what's going on. So, Danny, what would you like to do? You're In bleeding profusely from the leg. 100%. <laughs> Um, and Danny's, uh, flaw is if he's outnumbered, he will run away. So, <laughs> since one it's one-on-one, on one. On one, like, he's gotta punch him! So, oh, no. keep going. Yep, it's what it is. So he's gonna punch this oh, crab okay. again. Okay. Okay, y'all! Uh, that's a 19 plus 5, so 24. That hits the crab. For a 1d4. Oh, I get to add dex to my Yeah, damage. to your damage, yep. So that's a six for the first punch. And then for the no, 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 next punch, maybe hit. Oh, nope, it's only an 11 to that hit. It's so because you didn't do the sound effect that you didn't roll very well. I know, it happens. So, yep, so the second one again, you just get caught on the breastplate, but that first punch broke a lot of the crab's internal shell, and there's like crab goo all over uh, your fist, but the crab <laughs> is still it. like shambling, and it just tries to swing one more claw at you again, going at your other ankle. Please don't hit Which me. you're definitely able to dodge out of the way. <laughs> Thank you. Jesus. <laughs> Okay. We'd, we'd have our first death by Hermit Crab. Oh, Dude, boy. I was waiting for it. But, okay, but no, you get okay, a couple more punches. This this crab's shambling. It's barely able to like hold on to its shell at this point. I will roll. Oops, drop the dice. Oh, Grab my. another d20. Because you brought four sets of dice, Devin, to this game. Thrown and punch. Ooh, that's only a six, which means it's 11. But as a bonus action, I get another punch. Please don't fucking miss. Uh, that's a 13 plus 6, which is a 19. Okay, that one, that, that does hit the crab. You can hear the, you can hear the crunch of the internal shell. Let's see if it's enough, enough to knock him out. Uh, it's a 4. <laughs> wow. Plus 3, so 7 points of damage. And with that last punch, you kind of punch, and it goes into the breastplate. <laughs> and it snaps off the other eye stalk. 
and you withdraw your hand and there's like little chunks of shell and uh. the crab just kind of collapses and there's crab goo coming out of the very ornate breastplate. Whoa, radical. And uh, and I'll wipe my fist on my denim equivalent pants, <laughs> and I will uh, and I'll fucking pocket that breastplate. I don't know if you can pocket that. You'll have to like dump I, the crab. I'll hold out. it in my arm. It's, it's like full of dead crab right bag. now. Are you gonna dump the crab out, or you're just gonna keep the crab in there? Oh, keep the crab. Well, hmm. is it edible? A, yeah, I was about ready to say. It. Yeah, I was about ready to say. Is it like like a red lobster <laughs> type Delicacy. of dish? Have you mutilated uh, it? Yeah. I've, 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 I've never tried it. I've never tried hermit crab, but some of the legs are still intact, and it's very large. Mm. I mean, some of the legs are like about the same width as your like forearm. Alaskan king crab is pretty tasty. I'll just take the breastplate and I'll fucking put that under my arm and swim back. So you're swimming through the breastplate, or swimming through the breastplate, swimming through. <laughs> and so then you, so roll an acrobatics to get through the seaweed. Oh, okay. And so with a three and a two, that's an eight. Uh-oh. And you are tangled in seaweed. <laughs> and so you're caught under, so yep, you are caught. Okay, so it takes a little okay. bit longer, but then next round, roll another one. Uh, an 11 plus five, so 16. Okay, and so you are able to untangle yourself and get across to the other side. <laughs> and I... <gasps> Oh, holy shit, this, this, the breastplate weighed me down. That's what it was, Eric. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, dudes. And I fucking throw that shit up on the shore side. Hey, That's dude, nice. what the f happened in there? Yeah. Your, your ankle's dude. like bleeding. Are you bleeding? Yeah, yeah you are. Bleeding Hell really yeah, I am. But you check that shit out. And I, and I point at the, the breastplate. Pretty cool, man. You must be proud of yourself. Yeah, so it's yeah. a very nice breastplate. It seems to be made out of seems to be made out of silver, and it has like different colored gems, kind of like were neatly huh. kind of put into there, and it's kind of got like a design of a griffin on the front. Do we know anything about that sign? Is it like a noble house? Do we can I investigate? Um, roll knowledge, religion, either religion. I'll or roll history. knowledge. I'll roll knowledge because I uh, or sorry, I have knowledge history. Yeah, it's either like history or religion. I'll try history. Oh shit. 19. I only have a 16. With the 19? I rolled history. Okay, so with the history, you don't think that this one, you think that it's just kind of like a mundane decoration, that it's not officially tied to like one of like the noble houses. It's okay. just a nice, a nice fearful design. But we can tell it's valuable. It seems to be, ex so. it's probably extremely valuable. I mean, between the gems on there and it's it's well made, kind of made out of silver, but then also inlaid and kind of reinforced uh, with iron so that it's still not as bendy as silver. Because I think silver's kind of right. bendy. I'm not sure. It silver is, it is, is, is pretty soft, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's soft. <laughs> we're all, we're all precious metal experts. Um, let's see. Can I, is but there any way to just... Guess the value of this thing? Yeah, roll like a just a wisdom check. I think that'd be like an intuition type thing. No idea. What'd you what'd you roll? <laughs> I rolled a natural one, I'm pretty sure. Or I think it's worth very, very oh, much. Oh, you think it's worth it's a fortune. It's really shiny. It's shiny. It okay. must be worth a lot. <laughs> you think this is gonna be worth a lot. You've got a hell of a treasure. Dang. But it does oh, have man. a couple kind of like slight dents in it from they kinda look like fist. From dents. punches? Yeah, there's a couple like knuckle mm. marks in it. They're kind of like, but you think that like an armor could probably tap those out? Definitely. All right, guys, we should definitely hang on to this. 
and probably sell it. I thought so too. Uh, yeah, because it's kind of too ugly to keep anyway. So. <laughs> I also, I almost died. Can anyone heal me seven hit points? <laughs> oh, you are among non-healers right now. <laughs> yeah. I oh. cannot help you, sir. Oh, no. Does yeah. anyone have potions? But I can pretend to help you and no. say that I'm helping you and maybe convince you that I help you, but Wait, I won't. Can I use like a medicine check to try and... No, that shit's garbage. So, yeah, I don't think that heals for anything. So, like, I think it's stabilized. Because like, stabilized heal, healing's well. pretty simple, like in 5th. So if you guys took a short rest, you could heal back like one hit dice. Short rest is one hour? Yeah, so it'd be like just one hour of chilling out. Well, guys, we did go down a ladder and turn a corner, so maybe it's time we take a short rest. (laughs) (laughs) A smoke break? Uh, I've been working very hard. With a crab. And I'll just juggle the whole time. Sounds pretty hot. <laughs> okay, yeah, for... I, I do want to ask the guys, though. Was there anything else in the room that, like, had anything I, of value? Did you inspect the whole thing? I didn't look at anything <laughs> other than the oh, jewel-encrusted okay. breastplate that I had All to right. fight right. There was the a, a, a moldy-ass chest that's empty, you know? Nothing special. Weird. Okay. Eli, from your former... Uh, appraisal of the breastplate. You think mm-hmm. this thing with how shiny this is, this has to be worth 2,000 gold pieces. <gasps> You're sure of it. Yeah, 2,000 gold minimum. It's gotta be. It's got gems on it. It's really shiny. It's you could always get someone to pay that. Do. Totally. Daniel's inventory has zero gold, so any amount is it's probably <laughs> pretty fucking solid. Yeah, Delano's yeah. got no cat. cash or a name yet. Yeah, but Eli, you would know that like a normal breastplate is like 400. No, I, I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. yeah, so you would as like a... a connoisseur of armors is what I'm getting at here. This one is shiny, so it has to exponentially go up. Like yeah. at least 400 <laughs> copper pieces? That's crazy. Uh, no, no, no. Well, gold, you haven't sold it yet. Pieces. Even better. That's more than copper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it you is. You could have lied. You could have lied. You fool, Sam. This you could have lied, and you could give Daniel your pennies. Not a lying character, unfortunately. He's a, he's a, a good, honest guy. So we're going to take a short rest. Roll... Sure. Yes. Yeah. So th- yeah. So you roll um, for your health, and then you add on your Constitution modifier. Kiyot. Ooh, that's hot. Daniel's young and spry, and rolled the seven, uh, which put him right back to max. Spring him back, just like a, so, a teenager would. So your ankle just heals right back in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice. I'm ready to go. Heals easy. So Daniel's son Wei is sipping water. And in the process of sipping that water gains seven hit points and is waiting for the rest of the party to finish their uh, equally timed out smoke break. Yeah. Well, now now that my character has been <laughs> in the water and like his like grease paint makeup mm-hmm. dripped off in there, I hope you can like mm-hmm. taste that a little bit in the water mm. now. Does this water taste more lead-like than <laughs> it did before? Or what? what is it like in Victorian times they had like arsenic in there? Oh, or was it just lead? straight up poison? Yeah. The women would wear makeup Mercury? that like made their skin way more pale, but it was actually like a poison mm-hmm. that was slowly killing them. So whatever that, you're drinking that, but I also have yeah, it on my face it every looks day. Good. but it makes me look very fair and beautiful in my off-putting sort of way pain is beauty (laughs) Mm -hmm. so you guys finish up your kind of short little break as daniel miraculously heals up his almost severed ankle but you guys Mm -hmm. have a fancy new breastplate i think we're gonna fetch him 
fair price you can market with this. Since you know what it's worth, you should hold on to it, and Daniel will will give that to Eli's way. So that uh, narrow hallway okay. that broke off into the pool, we can get back on that, right, and turn the corner? Yeah, so you can kind of continue down like the yeah. narrow hallway, and then it kind of opens up a little bit as you continue kind of past the opening where, like, the pool was. Okay. I'm going to take a peek right around the corner there. And so as you peek around the corner, you can see, again, there's still kind of that uh, bioluminescence of the fungi across kind of the ceilings and the walls and the floors. But you can see that the cavern, it kind of opens up a little bit, but it's completely crisscrossed in like old spider webs and extremely thick spider webs from the looks of it. Mm, yeah. Um, let's just light it on fire. It'll be fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be fine. I was going to maybe see if like, because Mage Hand, you can hold up to 10 pounds. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, it's five or 10 pounds. So not very much, but... You can... I could, like, take my mage hand and just, like, swat, swat, swat as much as possible. See if that, mm-hmm. like, gets mm-hmm. the spider webs right. out of the way. With mage hand, you are able to kind of swat some of the spider webs away, or at least enough to be able to kind of, like, open up a path that you could get through. But it'd be only a path that about, like, a halfling could easily uh, get through. Mm. Same. Oh, you can just light a torch, right? I mean, most mm-hmm. spider webs will just light on fire. As far as I know, bro. Pull out a torch and light it up. So you you have torches with you? I just have the standard backpack of stuff. Just I think it only comes with one torch, to be to be fair. Okay. Hey, well, that'll, that'll do the trick. <laughs> as far as I know, uh, Daniel has no money and four <laughs> sage caps. And that's oh. it. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Well, you just have mushrooms that you found in <laughs> Are you an orphan? Well, no. His, he has a single mother. Just one whole mother oh, yeah. uh, that but worries an entire sick mother. about him. Okay. Uh-huh. And his personality is sleep with back to wall while clutching all belongings. And he's what? a he's a poor boy with poor a poor boy. family. He had nothing. <laughs> except well, for the okay. super mm-hmm. secret street knife that he has. And one mother that worries about you. And one worrisome <laughs> mother. Yes. Aww. You could have died in this cavern and she would have never known. How and sad. she would have been none the wiser. <laughs> she would have worried just the same. <laughs> That's sad. Carrying on. <laughs> so have we tor- have you torched it already or no? Not yet. Yeah, so Eli, you kinda of, you uh, light yeah. up one of your torches and as you kinda of like brush your torch up against uh, the webbing, it burns, it lights on fire almost instantly and slowly kind of sears away. you you can easily just kind of burn a path kind of right through the webbing. And as you're kind of going through, you know, like ten feet of it, you notice that there's one like really big gob of kind of webbing that almost looks like about like a human sized. Oh, that's not good. Almost as if a human could be inside of that webbing. Looks like a wrapped up fly, but mm-hmm. human sized. Mm-hmm. Maybe nothing I'll... shiny. Nothing shiny that you can see, but it's covered in it. webbing. Unless um, Eli, you want to burn off that webbing that's surrounding the the big will... cocoon that's kind of like hanging in the webbing itself. Yeah. How about I cut it free and then burn off the rest of this webbing? Hell yeah. Okay, so you kind of, you cut through the webbing kind of surrounding the cocoon, and the cocoon kind of just goes thump on the floor. All the webbing burns away. Uh, I guess we could search this corpse. Let's just investigate. I'd like to, uh, I guess, I'll pull out a dagger and cut it open in case it's alive. Would, okay, you're going to, like, carefully open it up or, like, poke it to see if there's signs of life? It doesn't seem to be moving. Well... I'll carefully cut it open because I I don't want like you know guts and everything flying everywhere. 
Right. I I was just more worried about a million baby spiders coming out of this thing. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. You continue. Roll, yeah. Roll a dexterity check for surgical precision. Surgical precision. Um. Okay. Eleven. Oh, that's not great. And so with your dagger, you kind of like cut through and you're kind of able, you don't jam into it accidentally, but you kind of cut through and it kind of opens up and you can see that inside there's kind of like the, looks like a desiccated corpse of what kind of just looks like us, what was a sailor. So he's wearing kind of like some of the same stuff and kind of like some uh, preserved leather boots. I was going to say, I just imagine the hat, the like, the, 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 the neckerchief and then That's, like... The the sailor suit. I was thinking more like pirate, but yeah, okay. Yeah, he doesn't really look pirate esque, but you can tell from what he's wearing is probably uh probably looks like a like a like a, fi- a fisherman. Oh, okay. Yeah, anything valuable on him or? Uh, investigate. Yeah, ten. <laughs> Ooh, great rules. So, today. great rules. So he's got like a knife on his belt, just kind of looks like a work knife, and he's also got twenty five uh, silver pieces. But that's about everything that you can okay. find on him. Otherwise, it just kind of looks like a mundane guy. And the corpse is so old that it's he's been dried out. It must have been down there for years. Mm. Well, it looks like no one's come this way in a while. Is there Weird. a way to... Yeah. So the the cocoon part around him, the like spider webs and stuff feel old too? Mm-hmm. So none of the yeah, spider so webs feel fresh at all? So they don't feel fresh. They still have like their stick, a little bit of stick to them. But there's also kind of like a layer of kind of like dust. Okay, but I will acknowledge to everyone that we may be facing a big-ass spider later on. That's, uh... I mean, when do you ever go down a hole and not punch a spider? I never have, and I... I've never punched a spider never myself. Never want to. Oh, yeah. really? Can't say I've done that either. So what's this up here? Is there a way out of here, or...? So that looks like it was... Looks like it was an opening, but from the looks of it, it's completely collapsed. Oh. So well, you can't boring. see any light from the end of it. It was a com- looks like a complete cave-in. Huh. So it may have led somewhere at some point, but excavating it would be tough. There's extremely large rocks that are in the way. I could like... And it kind of spills out into the cavern a little bit. Cast Thunder Wave and try to like blast oh, open geez. the path. Uh, yeah, Thunder Wave in a, in a cave is, sounds like a terrible yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah, it caused a cave-in. What's, what's up ahead? Let's figure it out that first. Yeah, yeah, can I just touch my hands against the wall and fucking feel my way through progression? <laughs> Is there anything around this corner? You know, as you kind of like peek around the corner to where like there's a bend in the cavern, you can see that there it kind of like opens up a little bit into oh, kind of like a larger room. And then in like the far corner of it, it looks like you can see there's like the charred, the kind of desiccated corpse of an extremely large spider, but that's completely blackened. And you can see up against the wall, it's like there's like a blast mark. There's like soot all over the walls, and you can see that like the spider corpse is completely Hmm. charred. Hmm. And there's soot all over the floor and then also all over the wall. That's Uh, good. That's, yeah, relieving. Looks like someone fucking barbecued that spider. Well, it looks like we won't be fighting a this spider at least yeah not yeah. this time and again we said that about orcs last <laughs> night so Zom- zomborks and then across from across from the spider there's a there's a very narrow kind of passageway that goes straight back and you can see at the very end of it it goes to a dead end it's only about what 25 feet back you can see that like oh. sitting on the floor there's like another what looks like a kind of like a desiccated body of a guy that's 
holding what looks like a, from there, it looks like a crossbow that he's holding it kind of facing towards the opening. But he's kind of like hunched over and he's, <laughs> ob- he's obviously long dead, but he's got a crossbow just kind of like sitting, well, in his lap. So he died with the crossbow in his hands. That's cool. I mean, not cool for him, probably. Yeah. But. Well, right, because he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. Uh, by the way, if if it ever comes up, since Eli seems to be the one running point, Daniel is right on his coattails. He's doing the little brother thing when, like, the older brother looks across the, like, peeks across the hallway. Then the younger brother, like, peeks r- right with him. He's doing the same goddamn thing. Danny, you're, as you peek around, mm-hmm. like, Eli's shoulder... You're mm-hmm. able to see that what what the guy is holding at the very end of that like cavern, it looks like a crossbow, but it's loaded with like something round. It's a strange looking crossbow, and you can oh. see it from where you are. It okay. looks like it's modified somehow. Well, I've never seen a crossbow like that before. Does uh, any of us recognize <laughs> what this crossbow is or isn't? Oh, can I history? I mean, does anyone want to take a closer look, kind of like go down the passage? And oh, dude, I'll touch it. Look at it? That sounds like a Hell Daniel yeah. thing to do. So, Daniel, you're going down there? Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll check it out, guys. You hang back. So, you walk up on it, and it's obviously like a, looks like a desiccated, it's a, it's a human, he's holding this. As you walk up, it's kind of built like a crossbow, but instead of like a cord that like hooks back the bolts, it's uh-huh. this like elastic sling, and it's loaded, and you can see at the end of the sling, it's okay. got this little round kind of like, looks like a potion container. And you can <laughs> see that it's locked and it's loaded. This is badass. So it's cocked back. Yeah. And it could still go off. Hell yeah. But it has like this this potion bottle that's in like a, looks like a silvery container. So little did Eric know that Daniel has sleight of hand. So Daniel will sleight of hand Indiana Jones the sand into the, like where the idol used to be. Okay. You can either try to like just take the bottle out or you can try to like unhook the sling. I'm going to try, try and take the whole damn crossbow. You kidding and, me? And like disarm it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Good luck. So. Daniel. Yeah? Yeah. Mind the trigger. The trigger. You know, you know how those things work, right? What? And I roll the dice. <laughs> And I got a 16 plus 5, so it's a 21. Ooh, all right. (laughs) So as you kind of look at it and you can see like how like little levers are. And so you're able to take the potion out without the sling going off. And then once the potion's out, you can just press the trigger and it goes thwink. And like the, mm-hmm. the the rubbery thing opens and now it's at rest. Okay. And so now you have kind of like this like silvery, it's like a potion in this like silvery container. Okay. A silvery potiony container. Worth 2,000 gold. Yeah, oh, you got a praise it for bro. <laughs> and then a crossbow. Is it, okay. So is it a hand crossbow or a regular light or heavy crossbow. I mean, I I call it an alchemist. It's an it's an alchemist sling. It's a potion launcher essentially. But you can see that on the corpse's badass. body, he's got three more of these like silvery containers Shoot. on his belt. A silvery potion times, and you said there are three more. Yep. So, so you, times you would have four. Yep, you'd have four total. And I'd say, oh, clear, dudes. Who knows how to use a crossbow? I think I'm proficient uh, in a light crossbow. I'll take it. He's like, I, I just punch <laughs> here and I give it to the clown and I say, take this and these as well. And I give you a light crossbow with four silvery potions. 
Oh, wait, I dare you to juggle those. Oh. <laughs> Can, Can find I? Out what they are. Right. Uh, they yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take a closer look at the potions. Do uh, Before juggling. Or is it perception? What is it? No, investigate? Oh, yeah, my. so you can do investigate on God. these potions. I rolled a one. Uh, oh, wait, I get to re-roll ones because I'm one of those uh, half. Oh, you're a half. Oh my God, that is that is an overpowered ability. I feel like I feel like that's cheap as hell, but I'm gonna do it. Yep, nope, you get it. I have a ten, a ten total now. So it, it looks like with these potions, there isn't like a stopper at the end, so you wouldn't be able to open it. You can see that like the end of where they're like perfectly round, and there's like a little like top of where you know normally there'd be like the stopper mm -hmm. but there's no stopper there's like glass sealed over the end so you would have to break it in order to get no. the stuff out so you're not really sure what's in there can i go over to the spider to see if there's any like similar shards near them I'm wondering yeah, if uh investigate the kind of like the ashen the spider corpse spider corpse 17 total okay yeah, so you see that there's, like, ash all around the spider corpse, and obviously the spider corpse is horribly burned. And you do see that there's, like, these little, if, as you kind of, like, look around, you can see there's these little um, bits of kind of, like, that silvery glass around okay. there. So it looks like this spider was ended by one of these. Yeah, so these nice. potion things, these potion balls definitely ended this spider, so I will not be juggling yeah. them. <laughs> seems a bit dangerous. I don't want to be around when you're juggling. The impulse Definitely to don't juggle. Drink them either. Yeah. Well, that's for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> drink everything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. My yeah. like. Right. Def don't drink that. Maybe I get this horrible, horrible like feeling runs up and down my spine because like I was sealed in a barrel of acid at one point in my life. <laughs> And we're talking about this like hot liquid thing that I now possess. So I'm like, I'm going to mm -hmm. hold on to this for now, but I would love it if someone else took this from me. Uh, Daniel can't use them and he will not take them back. If okay, <laughs> you try well, to give them to him. I'll hold, I'll hold on to them for now, but I, w I definitely want to offload them somehow. So uh, the hallway beyond the spider, there's a narrow little. Yeah. What do we got going yep. up here? So it narrows again as you're passing by the spider and you get about 15 feet down and you can see that it opens up. Uh, and before you get about that far, Eli, you can hear kind of like echoing through the cavern. It almost sounds like a couple guys are talking, but they have these really strange, deep, almost like bubbly, gurgly voices. Eli, roll, roll perception. I have a sword and shield. Of course I'm going first. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And Daniel will punch whatever comes past. Mm. Very perceptive with a nine. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> so you can hear... <laughs> you can... You guys' perception is so... Oh. It's really bad. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's a class skill, too, just so you know. <laughs> oh, man. You, you can hear voices. Again, with the echo, you're not sure how many there are. But then also, you can also hear... Over the voices, you can also hear running water. So that's only e Eli? Yeah, so Eli is first, uh, and obviously it's a really narrow passageway. And so, Eli, you can just kind of see, like, the edge of this kind of, like, there's, like, a an eddy as, like, water is running down. And then again, like, kind of, like, under an overhead or, like, over, like, a like an underground river type deal. So it's it runs under some stone. So it opens up, but then runs underground after a bit. Okay, I'm going to turn around and... Put a finger up to my lips and point uh -huh. to go back. 
Let's at least go back, I don't know, 20 feet. Let's go back here. Daniel will fucking Michael Jackson slide his way back. Ooh. Does anybody else want to try to like peek around the corner or yeah. try to like take a look? I'm naturally stealthy, so I'm going to like sneak up right to the edge and try to peek around. Roll a... Yeah, roll stealth. Roll a stealth. <laughs> 13 plus 2, 15. Okay. And so as you peek around the side, you can see obviously that there's like running water off to the side. And you can see that um, across like this kind of run, this like kind of underground riverway, there's a little like wooden bridge that was built that crosses this. And on on the other side of the bridge, there's kind of like another landing that has, again, this kind of like purple bioluminescent fungi all over it. It, You can see there's these kind of like two figures that are kind of like standing um, over what looks kind of like piles of stuff. And they're kind of like, they're kind of like digging through it. And they, they're facing away from you, and you can see they're, they're talking to each other. And they have these really kind of strange, deep, bubbly voices as they're kind of, like, digging through this stuff. And I, I can tell, like, what, what their, like, basic height is and stuff like that, or...? Yeah, so you'd think they're about four and a half feet tall. Roll a perception on them. Okay. Fish people! 14, 15. Okay. Frog people? So from the look of it, they're wearing clothes... But you can see that they do have, like, fins coming out of, like, the sides of their elbows and also out of their head. And do you think you can see, like, gills coming out of the sides of their heads? Oh, And their heads are, like, yeah, if, like, a cod stood up with legs (laughs) and kind of, like, bent over a little bit and grew arms. (laughs) And had arms. (laughs) Yeah, you can't see their face, but they have these really strange bodies. But you can see there's, like, these, like, piles of, like, bags, and you can kind of see, like, the glitter of something kind of piled up on the side as they're kind of digging through and talking to each other in this weird weird bubbly language. That glitter is money. We gotta (laughs) murder him for money. How about we come back this way and talk about it? There's also, right before the bridge, there's a skeleton, maybe like five feet from the bridge, in front of like a like an outcropping of uh, fungus. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we've been told over and over again to sort of like trust certain people and kind of just go with the flow. So like, they did say that it's been a while since they've been down here, but you know, it's not necessarily that these are dangerous people. <laughs> yeah, sure. They're <laughs> just regular old townsfolk. <laughs> There, there's one of two ways we can we might be able to just walk past him, uh-huh. or yeah, we may have to fight our way past him. All I'm saying is maybe we should have a plan. We could just like casually walk past them as if we're meant to be here and they're meant to be there and they're doing their thing and we're doing our thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay, I like that. Yeah, I I will let you go first, Ingus. That's I mean, the Ingus person away. We'll just walk very deliberately past them, and if they look at me, I'll just nod and keep going. Angus, did you get a good look at them? Like, oh yeah, they they are fish people who seem to be <laughs> Monsters. Mer- merrily doing their job. Fish yeah. people. I don't even hey. know what a fish person is. They're just doing fish people things. You go with the flow, bro. <laughs> I'll I'll follow suit after you're through, dog. I'll go walking out, you know. Yeah, fish people. Oh, fools. So you can fool. walk uh, out there. I'm going to just walk straight ahead 30 feet as if mm-hmm. as if I'm very intentionally moving past them. Okay. So, okay, so you're so you're going to just walk nonchalantly. Well, like so they're turned away from me, right? Yes. So, if possible, I will just stealthily walk through and be fine with them not noticing, but if they do turn and notice me, I'm going to react as if I'm meant to be there and nothing is wrong. 
Okay. So also with like the the sound of running water also helps kind of drown right. out like the sound of your footsteps. So like they may not notice you if you just walk by because they seem from what you can see pretty intent on kind of like parsing through the the, the piles of yeah. stuff they have in front of them. My sub race is Lightfoot, so that's got to count for something. Oh, hey. Okay. Do we know, are these like amalgamites of any, like anything that we would know just from living in this world so nobody at all anyone who is fairly educated about the entire land of habitax would expect there to be half animal half people around seeing a fish person isn't it it might be possible that you've never seen this version of amalgamite before but the idea that a fish human exists is not a shock to anybody i don't think unless Mm -hmm. you were like really isolated in your you were like really restricted Mm -hmm. in your youth or something like that but if you have like an average (laughs) average intelligence you probably know that there are half animal people out there that's fucking awesome (laughs) would i be would we be innately superior to them in our belief or like class wise yes so mm-hmm. technically all of our characters are part of the protogensia which means that we are the ideal class mm-hmm. and we are we perceive ourselves as better than them but if you're of like the Thaxal Rothian religion you realize that your god is one of these first of all Thaxal Roth is a half cockroach and all of these amalgamites exist because of Thaxalroth defending humanity. So, like, I don't think... Uh, technically, you might consider yourself of a higher class than them, but you're not looking down on them in a disparaging way, necessarily, I don't think. Okay. Mm. Unless you're a jerk. Well, we wouldn't have a natural, like, need to fight him, kill him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a need to kick down the door and kill what's inside. If you're if you're like okay. if you're of average oh, culture serious. or better, you probably mm. wouldn't be inclined to kill someone just because they're a half animal. Alright. So I'm gonna I'm gonna oh. attempt to just walk right past them casually. Sneaky mm. if possible, but if they notice me, I will go unfazed. Do you wanna try to stealth or just Like if I choose stealth and they turn around mm-hmm. and they see me, do I look like I'm trying to be shady? Maybe a, like a little bit, but that's just yeah. like basically be where you are, that just basically just being careful with your steps. So it wouldn't, I mean, you wouldn't necessarily be like hunched over, you know, it wouldn't Scooby-Doo be stuff. that much. Yeah, but it wouldn't just be strolling through. Could I turn it into a performance instead where I'm like walking <laughs> with purpose? Because I would do a lot better with that. You could. I'm going to, I'm going to like do a performance for a VIP walk. Okay, so roll performance. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, four, four plus five, so it's a nine. Nine total. Nine, all right. So you kind... So as a clown, you kind of look like you're supposed to be in this cave. I mean, you're wearing the makeup. <laughs> yeah. But... They... But the weird part is that you're in a cave and a clown. <laughs> a clown in a cave? I'm just spreading joy as you walk, they don't seem to notice. It seems like they're kind of like counting through. You can see that there's like some coins in the piles of stuff that they have. And you can see that they're counting through and they're kind of like sticking them into like little bags on their belts. Mm-hmm. And so they are wearing like clothes, although it's they're extremely like oh. wet and very shabby. But they, they do have little vests on and belts. Adorable. No shoes, though. No shoes. <laughs> Cute. But they they didn't notice me. I kind of just walked right past them. They didn't. They did not seem to notice between like the running water and then them just busily counting through their their hoard of stuff. They didn't seem to notice. 
Nice. Yeah, well, screw it. I guess let's go. All right, we're just going to go. I mean, that was a terrible performance, and they didn't even notice. Let's go. <laughs> Rude. Okay. So everyone's just kind of walking through. All right. So as everyone's walking through, one of them kind of turns around, or he kind of looks at the other one, and out of, like, the side of his eye, he kind of, like, turns around, and... He like nudges the he nudges the other one and he kind of like points over at you and he goes bloop, 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 as the, mm-hmm. there's kind of like this really deep bubbly gurgly fish language and they just kind of stop and they they just kind of they kind of look at you, you know they have like eyes on like the sides of their head so they have to like <laughs> look at you from the side yeah fish style. and so they're just kind of they're just kind of watching and they're all they're kind of like playing possum almost uh, Daniel <laughs> from living on the streets does the same just keeps looking at them. But like stops moving every mu- muscle, and it's just like, uh, uh, uh. okay. And you can see their fish eyes kind of like dart around between like the different ones, and you can see one of them like reaches down and he like picks up. There's like a like a burlap sack down on one of the piles of stuff, and he starts like while while, while like watching you, he starts like scooping the stuff into the sack. <laughs> uh, well, Daniel will yell at the notice of that. Being a street urchin, says he's grabbing goodies, and uh, will clench his fists and look at his compadres to see if they want to jump into action of murdering this man beast for goodies. <laughs> Oh my god, and, no. And one of the fish guys points points over at basically all of you and just like in this totally broken form of like common mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. blurts out like no come close. <laughs> I was gonna say Daniel knows gutter, so like yeah, he, can, so he like, can speak that shit. These things know a little bit of the mm-hmm. common at least this one does. As, like, the other one is, like, kind of, like, trying to, like, put everything just, like, into this one, like, large bag that it has. Mm-hmm. And you can see that these things, they do have, like, what looks like kind of, like, shields on their backs. As well as, like, okay. a, as like spears and then on their belts they have nets. Okay. That sounds um, pretty dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just wave. Like, what are we, what are we waiting for here? <laughs> Yeah, Daniel's got yeah. his fists up. He's looking at his boys, waiting for waiting for a response. There's like a shred of common that we share with these guys, right? So I can try to like cryptically, so, like very basic commands. Like if if you if you showed up for Spanish class a couple times yeah. during the semester, like <laughs> no habla español. Exactly. Yeah. I'll try to say something <laughs> like blah 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 common. I'll say I'll say we know fight if you know fight. We know El Fido. <laughs> if es, you know, you so El No Fido. We blow stars. Blow, blow, play, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and one of them kind of looks at you and he just goes, he goes, no kill. No kill. No kill. Yeah. And he just like points at you and he just like points like, keep going as the other one just like like scurriedly and kind of like nervously starts trying to like pack up all their stuff yeah we could just let these guys go yeah Yeah. daniel lets go of having fists and puts (laughs) his hands in his denim equivalent pockets 
and keeps walking with the boys. Awesome. I'm so proud of you, Daniel. Daniel has grown today. Daniel's got crab blood on his hand. He can <laughs> he can keep he can keep more blood off his hands if he doesn't need to, you know? Doesn't need fish slime on there. <laughs> <laughs> so as everybody keeps walking, you can kind of hear that like they they're more they start like talking back to each other and they're kind of like blah 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 language. You can kind of hear you know, they start like pouring the stuff back out on the floor and they continue their sorting. Could have gotten gold, you <laughs> fools. You already have $2,000 worth of... Do the, do the gold <laughs> worth of rest. Yeah, as exactly. As far as we know. <laughs> That's the laurels we're I'm resting sure, on dude. here. <laughs> uh, well, so yeah, we walk past them and then um, I'll continue following Eli down this next hall here. Okay. Just you wait. I'll roll 20 on my bluff check to sell it for 2,000 gold. Hey, yeah, that's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So you just kind of you just keep walking past, and you kind of like go down another narrow passageway into another room that kind of like opens up, uh, and you can see that in the corner there's like a whole bunch of what looks like kind of like wooden scraps, and like some you can see are bolted together with obviously like nails and different like kind of like metal plates that. A- apparently kept something together but there's no way out other than as you kind of like look up a bit you see that like the ceiling obviously is like way way up and about 25 feet up you can see that there's like an opening that goes again off to the side that's illuminated can i do a perception check or an investigate check on the wooden scraps see what they used to be possibly yeah go ahead a ladder i'm assuming so uh (laughs) 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 this is a very valuable roll 18 plus uh one 19 Uh, it's a waste of an 18. It is a waste of an 18, but hey. So it looks, so as it was like put together, it looks like it was like like a wooden staircase and like a platform that used to be there, but obviously got destroyed. It looks like it manually got destroyed, like someone actually ripped it apart. So somebody sabotaged it is the... And it looks like the wood on this, you can see the wood is fairly well rotted. Oh, great. Is this a climbable wall? So... You could. It'd be very hard to climb on its own. Can I acrobatics my way up there? It's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty high up. I got I got yeah. me a, a rope and a grappling hook, so... Oh. Rig, you want to oh. rig that shit up nice. and give give that a whirl. Try to, like, whip the rope, the grappling hook up there and, like, latch it onto the opening there. Okay. So, cool. I would say just, like, roll the throat up there. Obviously, it's not going <laughs> to be very hard, but just a little dexterity, a little ranged attack to throw it up. Uh, seven plus. Oh, it's probably not gonna do good enough. She had that eighteen. Yeah, I know. That's all right. (laughs) Nine, nine total. Yeah, it's an open doorway, so you're able to kind of hook it like just around the entry where like the opening cuts off to the kind of the sheer rock wall. Mm -hmm. So you are able Mm -hmm. to get it hooked onto something, but just one of the hooks latches on. But it seems Mm -hmm. as you pull on it, it seems pretty. It seems fairly sturdy. All right. Well, I'm only 40 pounds, so I'm going to go for it. Someone's got to test the rope before the rest yeah. of this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Athletics. Oh, Jesus. Yep. As, so with the rope, it's 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 easier. So I'll give you advantage since you're using the rope. Maybe, so it's, maybe it's time to use one of my bardic inspirations on myself. I'm going to. So <laughs> for everyone else. So how will you inspire yourself how do you go about your your inspiration in this case well i'm going to give myself a big crossover hug and i'm going to be like you're stronger than you think you are you're stronger than you think you are you're stronger than you think you are (laughs) and then i'm gonna your therapist kiss kiss my own arms (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I rolled a 19. I don't even need this inspiration. Wait, I gave myself inspiration, but I don't need to use it right now if I already did. You good. don't need to use it. Nope. Okay. Nope. So you have it for 10 minutes. So I rolled a 19. Okay. Yep. So you, you kind of repel yourself like up as you kind of like climb up 25 feet up onto the, the landing at the top. And you can see that your grappling hook was like just barely mm. holding on to um, some of the rock, the rocky floor. Yeah, I'm gonna like situate it again so that it's like in a better place for the next people. That's all right. So you, so you kind of like latch it. And you kind of like that's nice. Jam it in like under some rocks, so now it is much more secure than it was. We have extra rope. Why don't we throw a second one up there? Yeah, I, I got help. a silk rope. Silk is really freaking strong, and then plus it's gonna look really nice too. Everyone's. <laughs> Everyone wants to show show off their rope skills. Oh, I don't know if I have any good rope skills, but I do have a nice silk rope. Wow. I think I also have a mirror. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Delana has more rope and grappling hooks. Oh, I don't have. I don't think I have a grappling hook. I just hang oh. on, right? <laughs> Put a well, knot. I mean, I'm no. sure you can just climb up that rope. Right? Yeah, the um, one that I, can, I have. I have a couple uh, um, spikes you can drive into the, the wall. I guess. I have a rope. Actually, for you guys. Hello. <laughs> Hello I down there. I have a rope for you. <laughs> We're just trying to be safe here. Yeah. You don't trust my grappling skills? I weigh three times as much as you do. Very small. You, you may weigh 40 pounds, but I'm a growing boy. <laughs> you did have all that soup earlier and a whole potato for you. Yeah. That's soup. A lot, a lot of, of carbs. <laughs> and I put on a lot of water weight. <laughs> Okay, so would anyone else want to throw up another rope, Delana? Delana? Yeah, yeah, I'll throw up the silk rope, put a knot in Hell it. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, so you're gonna throw it up to Ingus at the top? Yes, and I hope so he catches it. Roll ranged attack. Won't be hard, but just to yeet it up there. <laughs> yep. Oh, I rolled a twenty. Okay, Matt, if you 20. roll, okay, so. yep. So Ingus, you are hit in the <laughs> face with silk rope. That is the perfect shot. So, yep, so Ingus has got it. Yep, you are the yep. rope expert. I mean, I'm gonna have to attach awesome. it to something. I'm not gonna be able to pull you up. No. I don't weigh too much. I, didn't, okay. I only ate half a bowl of soup anyway. <laughs> I'm I'm forty pounds. I, I can't handle this. I'm like probably like a hundred ten. You're strong for forty pounds. In order to make this rope redundancy abundantly clear, I'm going to tie her silk rope to the grappling hook that I already put and be like, okay, go so ahead and climb up. Roll roll an intelligence <laughs> check for your, for your, to see how good your knot is. Oh, oh, shit. A Boy Scout check. Oh, 19 plus one, so a dirty 20. Oh, okay. So, dirty, dirty 20? So <laughs> you remember dirty. back from your clowning days of <laughs> yeah. how to tie some very good knots, and so you got this knot on there tight. So you know that there's this rope is not getting unhooked from this grappling hook. The this, stone will break before this knot comes undone. I'm confident that this knot is worth 2,000 gold. <laughs> yeah. Yes, not I believe you. Priceless knot. Okay, so now there are two ropes <laughs> hanging down from, one from the opening, so you could like, yeah, <laughs> with two ropes and. Oh, I could like two-handed or whatever. Up. Up. Yeah, I don't know if that would work very well, but I guess you could. <laughs> I don't know. That, that no, would make it like a lot harder, but yeah. Well, I'm gonna use the silk one. I'm gonna use the silk one. It's a stronger fiber. We'll do that. <laughs> okay. okay, so make less a... abrasion on the hands. No. Yeah. Exactly. It feels nice. So and she only she nice. only ate half a bowl of soup, but she needs the stronger fiber, huh? You get some some yeah. orthopedic cushion yeah. on your way up. <laughs> yeah. So roll. Um, what would that be? Athletics with advantage since you're using a rope. Okay. So twenty-eight. 
12. And an 8. So 12 plus, oh, minus. It's my athletics. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so that'd be off your strength. Okay. Okay. It's a minus 2. So 10? Luckily yeah. enough, yeah. Ten's, the, ten's all you need to climb up a rope. You kind of struggle a little bit and like the wall is slippery. Oh my god, so it's like gym class again. <laughs> yeah, you, you slip on some fungus, but you're able to hold on and then you get your feet back on the wall and you just are able to get up and over to the top with Ingus. Oof! So you almost okay. slipped off. Game mechanic wise... To the kids at home, ten to climb up a climb up a rope is fucking super silly. It's it should be a lot harder. It should be a lot harder. I never. But then could. you also think that it's a D twenty, and that's a 50-50 chance. You know what I mean? Yeah, climbing up a rope should be a higher DC. Should be hard. In Have you ever opinion. done it before? I, done it before? It's hard. I couldn't even do it. I it's hard as shit. The silk rope gods saved me today. <laughs> the silk rope mm, ain't gods. Ain't that the truth? A cleric the of the Silk Rope gods. I'm a believer now. Okay, so Danny and Eli, you guys are still, you two are still at the bottom. But there are two right. ropes hanging down. Danny has acrobatics as a good boy skill. It's got to be athletics, though, so. Oh, damn. Because acrobatics would be like yeah. if you do like a backflip up the. Well, that's what I was going to try and do, was mm-hmm. try and do some kind of cool so, front flip. So it's, it's strength in this case. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna roll a dice and see what happens. Okay, but you do get advantage okay. since you have a roll. Kia! Ooh, it's a good thing <laughs> I got an advantage. Kia! Okay, so with with the advantage, I got a natural 20. Oh, that says it all. So you're sure-footedly, yep, so it's, this is much easier. <laughs> you're, you're much lighter than you thought you were. Sensei-san Wei <laughs> made me climb up so many ropes before. No problem. We're so awesome, guys. (laughs) Which rope did you choose? Did you choose the silk one or the hemp one? (laughs) Well, the silk one probably feels like softer on the hands. But like the regular one or whatever uh, probably feels like something that Sensei Sanwei would probably use. (laughs) <laughs> made out of barbed wire to train and you garbage. Up. <laughs> so like that's what he probably barbed wire. <laughs> you had a tough sensei. Sensei sound away, don't give no shit. You kidding me? <laughs> Alright, Eli, the choice is yours. Which rope do you choose, Eli? The important thing. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. We're taking a pull here, uh, so I guess mm-hmm. I will, I, you know, silk always, always. Okay. <laughs> All right. It does feel nice. As soon as I so realize popular. he chooses the silk rope, I'm going to detach my hemp and tie it back up. But it'll be giving everybody looks as I'm doing it. So Eli, roll uh, what is it, athletics with advantage, dude, to climb up the rope. Okay. Good thing it's with advantage. So 17 with yep. advantage. All right. And so you're able to get, so you've, yep, you've got good footing up against the, the slippery sides, the cave wall, and you're just easily able to pull yourself up. So everyone is up at the top and nobody fell. Wonderful. Yes. But, and then Delano, would would you want to take back your silk rope? Of course. Uh, Yeah, well, and I got 50 feet of it. I should really keep that shit around, you know. (laughs) Although when when you look at the knot that Ingus put on it, he put on a really Uh mean knot. Roll intelligence to see if you can undo the knot. Oh, would it be intelligence or would it be... (laughs) in that one. Oh my god, okay. So so Ingus put probably the most complex knot that you've ever seen in your life on there and you're looking like at this like knot on like the side of the grappling hook and you don't even know like where to start of how to loosen it. 
can I snag mm-hmm. it from her and undo it for her and just like stare at her the entire time and then when I undo it just give her the rope back <laughs> tuck away my grappling hook sure so Ingus since you since you tied the knot mm-hmm. you can figure out yeah. how to undo it can I can I then high five him and say teamwork <laughs> yeah Chris high five you know. I'll, I'll allow the high five <laughs> Hell yeah. I will allow it. <laughs> As a team, you. you gotta have a high five. Um, yes, so Eli, are you leading the okay. way again? I, sure, I guess. I was just uh, walking, just pacing. How big is this uh, hallway we're in? Is it like normal size like the rest of it has been? or? So it's pretty cramped where like, you basically have to go single file. Oh, okay, fine. So it's about one one person can like fit through at a time, so it's pretty it's pretty narrow so since i was the first one up i guess i'll be in front now okay yeah so you, you can move or you could move around each like other if you wanted to but it, again, it's, it's a pretty it's a cramped space but yeah i'll i'll just oh, i'll just sorry. keep i'll plow forward so fall on behind so i can get to this okay. corner i'm gonna peek around this the the next corner okay so as you peek around this corner you can see that it there's like a really long obviously a really really long passageway all of that kind of like purple lighting mm-hmm. and kind of like way down at the end you think you can see a very a much brighter and different colored light that does look like sunlight way down at the end sunlight ho yep so it does look like you may be near the kind of the end of the cavern i think we're getting there guys i think we're almost there um yeah, i will i will continue what walking toward the light so as you continue walking it obviously just a really really straight narrow path and without interruption you're able to get down to the kind of the end of the path and again it kind of opens up into like a bigger cavern and you can see there's kind of like this hole in the side of the cavern where like you can see daylight is seeping through where there's kind of there again there's a hole in the cavern and you can see there's kind of like vines and stuff that they're growing over kind of the entrance way mm-hmm. but you could easily kind of part through them to get to the back to the outside world nice Sweet. uh so is it a climb then to get up to the outside world or nope it's basically right at kind of normal level so you could just kind of part through some of the vines and some of like the brush that's kind of grown in the way to get to the outside all right so i will i'll wait for everyone to catch up and then i'll step through into the light okay yeah as soon as eli uh walks through that fucking fog wall of a dark souls boss uh daniel (laughs) walks walks through just as soon as he can ingus you're able to kind of part through like the heavy brush and obviously there's there's like vines coming down from the top and as you part those out of the way there's like grass and bushes that are like concealing the opening to this and you kind of open up and you can see you come out like on a hillside overlooking you can see there's kind of like the rolling hills Mm -hmm. and plains like outside of best bofus I am going to look east and look for a tall pine or spruce. Yeah, east, wherever east is. It could be a fir if you're not. Yeah, guessing. I have no idea what the hell east is, I suppose, since we've been. I think it said just the, uh, the biggest ass tree is what I've got in my notes. <laughs> the biggest ass yep, so, trees. Ass tree. So mm-hmm. as you look kind of like east of where like the opening is. You can see like kind of like the outside like outskirts of the city and then also you can see there's kind of like a tuft of trees a little bit kind of like to the northeast a little bit and like from this tuft of trees you can see this one tree in particular again this is miles off but one tree in particular seems to grow a good deal taller than the rest of them okay and so you're thinking that must be the outcropping that alan was talking about i see a big tree over yonder i believe you 
Cool. Let's, Let's go to the to that tree. Yeah. Might as well. I'm going to Hell I'm yeah. going to juggle as we travel toward the tree. What are you juggling? Well, Hopefully not the bottles. No, right? I I my inkling is that's dangerous. So I'm going to juggle normal balls. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. As we head our way toward the tree. Normal balls. Okay. Normal bean-filled balls. <laughs> you can see your destination in sight, and so you kind of head through kind of like the tall grass and kind of like the rolling plains. Uh, mm-hmm. And as you get closer, you can see there's kind of like a sudden, basically kind of like a sudden stand of trees kind of from where like the deforestation <laughs> stopped suddenly because mostly you're kind of going through like old farmland right now. And as you kind of get oh. closer to kind of like the front of where the tree line is, you can see that kind of in front of the tree line Daniel, you can see it. That like right in front of the tree line, like sitting in front of like there's kind of like a path kind of winding through some of the trees. And to the side of the path, laying down, you can see there's like a really large like white wolf. Okay. Hmm. It's just kind of laying there. But its color kind of makes it stand out from the grass. And then also from the forest kind of behind it. It's laying like right next to a path kind of leading into the woods. I go, hey, dude, there's like totally a beast in the way of our progression. This is a deal we gotta deal with. We gotta get this thing out of here. <laughs> and then uh, Daniel puts his fists up and looks at his friends and goes, ready when you are, brosives. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. I guess I'm ready. Did it look dangerous? It's real big. And he keeps his fists up. <laughs> Your fists are up the entire okay. 60 yards that we walked. Yeah, he keeps them up the whole time. <laughs> well, I will I will and follow behind him then. <laughs> yeah, but my hands yeah. are down, not up. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm going to juggle. I'm juggling. <laughs> I just plan on walking forward <laughs> like a normal human or half elf. Well, I don't see a I don't what is this beast that we speak? It's like a big dog. A dog. So, a okay. dog. You want us to kill a dog. That, it's harder than you think. <laughs> All right. That's okay. Who's leading? <laughs> now that like Daniel kind of points it out, everyone can kind of see it because obviously mm-hmm. it, it stands out pretty well. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, yep, because you can. That way. Okay, because you can see the great. Or like the really big pine tree is like kind of further back in the uh, mm-hmm. in the stand of trees, but obviously it looks like this path in particular obviously leads there. As you begin to mm-hmm. kind of come closer, you can see the the wolf kind of like perks its head up, and you can see you're close enough where you can see like its ears kind of like point towards you, and you can see like it holds its nose up in the air, sniffs the air, and you can see that it stands up and kind of looks your looks your way at the party coming towards it. Does it appear threatening at all, or? Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't like, nope. have a bazooka behind so, its shadow. Nope, does not look like there's any bazookas coming out. But as you're getting closer, you can tell that this is this is a wolf, so this is much bigger, like, than a normal dog. Who's who's the first person, like, in your guys' line, I guess? Like, Eli, are you... Oh, I mean... Yeah, because, Ingus, you were the first one out, but I know, like, Eli, at least in the caves, was kind of the first guy forward. Yeah, and I mean, Daniel has... Forward cautiously but if daniel goes past me i'm not exactly going to chase past him either oh no daniel made clear on what position he was he was the little little brother so if someone was point then daniel was right behind him okay so eli you are going to be the the point guy (laughs) (laughs) eli's already in combat (laughs) range it looks like Okay, so as you begin, as you kind of like come like closer to it, you see like the wolf again, it has like its 
nose up in the air and it begins to kind of like slowly walk towards you again with its kind of its ears kind of perked up yeah uh i don't think dogs speak common but you wouldn't happen to know where uh what was this guy's name or who are we looking for again email 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 you wouldn't happen to know where email is no you're asking the the wolf it's what you get for talking to a dog (laughs) <laughs> so when you say the name Emil, you can see that the ears kind of like flick forward a little bit more. Eli, it's going to walk like right up to you. And this thing's shoulder is basically like right at your waist. This is a big, big wolf. Oof. And it comes like right up to you. And as you look at it, you can see that its eyes are all like whited out. Like it's got like cataracts. Oh, no. And it just kind of comes up and it just like starts like sniffing. And it like holds its nose up right up next to your mouth. And it just gives a couple sniffs. Can, while it's sniffing around the mouth area of Levi, can Daniel hold up the letter uh, that he got (laughs) to around the same area as uh, Eli's mouth area and be like, Okay. Yeah, no, we're on the level. And the the nose just kind of like goes over to the the letter, gives a little sniff, and the wolf kind of like backs up a little bit. It raises up, stands on its back legs, and you can see that like its arms begin to like suck into its body and all the fur on the wolf kind of like sucks into itself and it begins to shrink down and the wolf kind of like morphs down into what is now what looks like like an old like gnomish man with like a wooden (laughs) stick with like kind of like this long white hair and you can see he's got like cat he's got cataracts all over his eyes and he goes i thought you smelled like groms Did yeah. Fiona make did Fiona make her soup for you? Hey, four bowls. You can four. call it soup. Yes. You've got Me. a strong stomach mm. to eat four bowls of that. <laughs> she keeps Deli- giving them to me. Delightful girl, but she's not much of a cook. Yeah. Ate that mm. the truth. I'm gonna still <laughs> have the eggshell in the throat. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Come. <laughs> We've got a lot to talk about. Grom mm. told me you were coming. What? Come on, follow me. Oh, and you can see he starts like walking back towards and into the woods. You're the boss man. Mm-hmm. Daniel follows. We'll follow Emil. And Emil begins to walk you through the woods and he slowly like walks you into this kind of like clearing where there's this enormous the black tree. spruce tree. Not, <laughs> not just any old pine tree. It That's has, what I wrote down. That's pines, but it's... And you can see there's kind of like this very, between like a couple of the roots at the base, you can see there's kind of like this little small door. And he just kind of motions you closer. And we will stop there for next time. So you guys have met up with your contact. And Emil will kind of lead you on to the next phase. Of initiation. Bum, 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 bum. So, congrats, Hell you survived yeah. <laughs> the smugglers' caverns. Uh, thanks so much for joining us on another quest. Be sure to tune in next time to keep up with the continuing adventures of our crew. You can check out the video version of our adventures on YouTube, or you can listen to them as podcasts wherever podcasts are found. In the meantime, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow Heads Must Roll on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks! Is that good? <laughs>